I don't have a song prepared for this week, so this is what you get. Buzzpucks! Welcome to Buzzpox. I'm Bert. I'm Clay. And we're here... Week 24. To talk about week 24. Just uh, two weeks left? Nine, under 10 games, I think, for everybody. Yes. Um, three weeks. So three two, two and a half, three weeks, something like that. I forget when the actual last day of the schedule... 15th, I The believe. 15th? Okay. Uh, that sounds right. That's usually a normal year. That's usually where it ends. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're almost to playoff times. It's crazy. But we're talking about March 20th through 26th. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And races are both heating up and slowing down. Yeah. I, uh, think, we, I think we talked about the closeness of both wild cards last week, and they, they didn't really change too much. Yeah, a little bit. I have, I have some stuff. Okay. Um, I don't think the East has really changed at all. The, no. the Islanders and Penguins still own the the um, spot. Two spots with Florida being, the, I think, the only team close enough to catch. Ottawa is kind of close. It's, but... it's possible, but it's not likely. That's yeah. what that's what it is. Yeah. But before we get into any of it, what are we drinking? Clay? We are drinking Flying Dog again because I love them. It's um, good. They're good beer. <laughs> We're drinking cream team. Cream team. We've had this last year, but it's their cookies and cream milk stout. That's very good. It's so yummy. I don't even care that it's nine and a half percent. It's mm-hmm. one of those beers that's like you drink. You drink like four of them, and you're like, "Why am I so drunk?" Like, mm-hmm. oh, oh no, that's why I'm so drunk. Well, I'm gonna adjust my mic just a second there. There we go. Okay. Yeah, it's it's yummy. It tastes like cookies and cream stout. It does, yeah. And yeah. I love them. Yeah, they're good. They don't sponsor us, but I want them to. Hey, we're open to any <laughs> sponsorships. If you would like to, if, if you know anybody that wants to sponsor a podcast, we would love to take their money, even if it's like 50 bucks. I don't care, depending on what it is. I do care, depending on what it is. I'll show gold. Mm, yeah, okay. Gold doesn't really hurt that many people. <laughs> I'm talking like, I, I don't want to like... Uh, say anything positive about like Rumble or something like that. I mean, if, if, look, if we got the Koch brothers, if they want to give us like millions <laughs> of dollars, then sure, I will. Yeah, all right. But like then in private, I'll be like, man, I fucking hate them. Yeah, but yeah. um, but that's not that's not what this podcast is. This isn't political talk with Bert and Clay, which would I think turn yeah, off a lot of people. Turn off. We we don't have that many people listening. Might turn off some of you. Yeah. Uh, but I believe you're starting this week. Yes. 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 All right. I am starting this week. We, speaking of the East, that's where we're starting. Oh, me too. Um, I'm going to preface <laughs> this by uh, saying when we get to Detroit, uh-huh. I done goofed. Uh-oh. I goofed a little bit more this week than I normally do. But you know what? It, will it make you feel better? I goofed a little bit too, actually. For Detroit, I goofed hard. Oh, okay. I can I can bring it back, but I just it's gonna take me a second. There was I'm like sorry, there was like four teams where I just left one of their games off of uh, my notes until today when I noticed I was like, wait a minute, those teams did play a fourth game this week. Why don't I have that written down? Mm. It's brain fart. We're getting old. Yeah, we're getting old. It happens. All right, you're start, planning a wedding. Starting off. Well, this. you aren't, but. Boston. You're, you're tangentially. Uh-huh. I'm participating in the play. You're tangentially s- setting up a wedding. Boston. 4 now. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. Just... Shut up, Boston. 57. 11-5. First round exit. 
It's uh, 119 points. Getting swept. Uh, they If they win six out of their last nine games. Which is likely, honestly. Uh, they set the record for regular season wins. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, it is crazy. What is what is the record? 60-something? 60 62. 62. 63. Did Tampa Bay just it or tie it? Tampa Bay tied it with the 95-96 Red right. Wings. Okay, yeah. Both got swept in the first round. Harbingers. <laughs> and then won two back-to-back cups, but... Harbingers of destruction. And we all know who they're probably going to play in the first round. The Florida Panthers. Number one in your hearts. <laughs> and number eight in the East, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes. All right. They started off by playing a very close game to Ottawa. That's mm-hmm. a 2-1 win. I believe they might have come back from come from behind for that um, win. Uh, they were actually outshot by Ottawa, thirty-five to forty-one. So it's not that big of a That's shot. That, no, it's not yeah. that. Big. That's a lot of shots though. Um, between the two, but Linus Allmark saved forty for forty-one. Uh, very close game. Jake DeBrusque got the game winner um, off a really slick backhand from. Shut up, car. Oh, man, who made the pass? Bergeron. Krejci. It wasn't. Marshawn. Might have been Krejci. Might have been Mark. Jesus Christ. Um, It sounds like it's in my living room. My windows are open because my heat is hard to control, but that car sounds like it is in my living room. um, I had a heat joke that I couldn't. I was trying to get a heat joke that I just couldn't put together, so I'm just giving up. Um, I believe it was Krejci. It actually, Bergeron didn't know what was going on. It uh-huh. basically went through Bergeron right to DeBrusque. Those are the best. Oh, man. And like, then Bergeron could just be like, yeah, I meant to do that. No, no, no. Like, Bergeron didn't touch it at all. He, mm-hmm. he thought he had missed the pass. Oh, oh. The pass. But the pass was never to him in the first place. Uh, it was amazing. 4D chess. Uh, um, but that was the backhand winner for Boston. That's not even the best backhand this week, though. Which one was the bet? Sidney Crosby's. Pretty good. Backhand snipe extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they moved on to beating Montreal. Was that this week? That was this week. Oh, I don't think. know. I watched one Pittsburgh game. <laughs> unhappy. Um, it almost made me very unhappy. Oh, man. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. This was a lot of east-on-east violence this week yeah i think coming to coming down to the end most of well weirdly pittsburgh played colorado but um a lot of it's mostly inter-conference games at this point a lot of east on east a lot of pacific on pacific for my 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 week um after montreal they beat or sorry after ottawa they beat montreal four to two with swayman in net uh bertuzzi had a goal and an assist uh they were outshot by montreal 31 to 21 doesn't matter if you're playing good defense or have a good goalie right now. Yeah. Um, they beat Tampa Bay 2-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Um, Garn Hathaway got the game winner. Um, so he's their top player. Allmark saving 26-27. for 27. Gave up a shorthanded goal. <gasps> Gave, I know. Crumbling. It was crazy. So first goal of this game was a power play by Bergeron. Second goal was a shorthanded goal. And then it was nothing until the third where Garnet Hathaway uh, batted a rebound out of the air. 
of all people, it was Garnet Hathaway exactly. that scored the game-winning goal. Off, out of the air. Out of the air. Off of Vasilevsky yeah. be- and went straight up, and before Vasilevsky could react, just it yeah. uh, And then they finished the week by beating Carolina in a shootout. Shootout. Very close game. Yeah, I was watching. Well. I was watching that game uh, yesterday. Um, they let Carolina back into it. I, if I remember correctly, they were up three to one going into the third. Yes, they did. Carolina, they did. The game. Um, and both a weird weirdness with Martinuk in front of like the net. With he was getting mugged by like three players. Yeah. But also, J- Jeremy Swayman said, "Don't touch my drum set" as he's skating away. Like, <laughs> freaking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I really hate how much I like a lot of Boston's players. I, hate I really hate it. So like Martin Hook lost his stick in the blue crease and was like kind of just trying to get it back and like he got pushed away once by Swayman because someone pushed Martin Hook into Swayman, yeah, so yeah, Swayman yeah. pushed him back, and then. Two other guys started pushing Martin Hook, and he's just like, I just want my stick. <laughs> I just want my stick, you guys. And Don't yeah, touch my drum set. And, yeah, they got a hot mic for Swayman saying, that's my blue paint, baby. Don't touch my drum set. <laughs> that's one of those shit talks that you're like, what? what you if you don't know, like, the... He just watched that, brother. Yeah, if you don't know what the, the reference is to, you got to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you go back to your bench, and you're like, that guy's fucking crazy. He thinks he's playing the drums. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Because, uh, like, at this point, Step Brothers is a pretty old movie. It's like a decade. I mean, yeah. So, like, maybe some maybe. some people might not know that reference, right. you know. <laughs> so it's really funny. <laughs> um, all right. So, overall special teams, they were 3 for 18. It would have been better if Martin Nook was like, I'm going to put my balls on your drum set. <laughs> that would have, that like, that I would have died oh, I if I heard it. that. Um. Don't you dare teabag my drum set. I'm going to do it. Uh, three for 18 on the power play, so that's not great. It's not super. No, nah, it's not that. Well. Adjusted was two for 18, so how about uh, that? Terrible. How about that? Um, uh, and then 11 for 16 on the penalty kill, so that's, I swear to Christ. <laughs> um, it's not the best. It's not this children running around out there, too. Uh, but their top player this week is Pasternak. He had three goals and one assist over their, those four games, and he has hit the 50-goal yeah, mark. Yeah, I was just going to say, he hit 50. He is 97 points on the season. There's a lot of guys that will probably eclipse the 100-point mark this it, year. Yeah, there's a good amount. Yeah, uh, him included. Yep. I mean, what, they have nine games left. He, all uh, he needs is three points. Yeah, He'll something get that. Like, oh, yeah. He'll get that. Um, it's just crazy, the discrepancy between first and second place points-wise for Boston, because it's like... Pasternak with uh, 97, and then it's Bergeron with 57. Marshawn isn't even up there. No, sorry, Marshawn has 63. Oh, and then Bergeron. Well, has he can't score another point. That's his. That's his jersey number. Right. That's it. I swear to God, Sidney Crosby shoots to do that every year. <laughs> he gets like really close to having exactly 87 <laughs> points every year. You know that psycho wants to. Well, it's it's kind of like how in baseball, Chris Davis, the of the Oakland A's. Uh, hit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's two Chris Davises yes. playing at the same but, time. But he spells his first name in a really odd way. Uh, K. It's K-H, isn't it? Yes. It's K-H-R-I-S. Yep, Chris with a K. Yeah. Um, hit for 247 three years in a row. 
It's so weird. Yeah. It's, it's so weird that it was the exact same batting average. It's insane. That's amazing. That's like, that's not even possible to do, really. <laughs> and if he was like, no, I did that on purpose, I'd be like, you're the best baseball player right. of all time. And you chose 247? Yeah, why, why wouldn't you choose 347? <laughs> um, all right, we're going to go on to Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo win two and one this week. Um, it's a shame they fell out of the playoff race. So, I mean, it's more that their March was the same as their November. Yeah. Which, yeah. remember, it's the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo, October, amazing. Buffalo, November, always bad. Yeah. And then they played March the same well, two, way. Two and one's not too bad. They have. But they, but leading the mo- up to this, they have not been doing so hot. This is their fourth win for the month of, month of March? All right, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But two of them this week, though. Yeah, there it is. So if they go into April like they were playing in December, I think I think Buffalo still has a lot to build on this year. They have looked dangerous. They have a bona fide star in Tage Thompson, Dylan they're, Cousins too. They have Darlene. They have all these good building blocks. Their they young just, guys stepped up this yes. year, and then they're going to step up. They should step up again if they next can year. solidify like their goaltending and maybe like their depth, which they, they could be a playoff. They team might next do year. already with um, that yeah. guy that. Uh, Uka Pekalukana. Uka Pekalukana yeah. and Oh and uh Devin Levi. Yes, yeah. Devin Levi. Yeah. Oh, so they they might they might have very it solid. Out. Yeah, they might have it figured out, but we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Anderson's probably gonna retire and be the goalie coach. So. Yeah. so so you have Oh yeah, he already wanted to do that, but then his contract technically was wasn't wasn't yeah. with Buffalo, it was with another team. Yeah, right? probably Ottawa if anything. Yeah. And uh, they were like, you, t- you like, by the laws of the NHL, can't retire and become the goalie coach of one team while you're on a Contra- contract yeah. of another team. And he was like, oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, so next year will probably be Uko Pekka-Lewin and then Eric Comrie in that while they let, well, like, let Levi like, grow. grow. Unless, unless he blows him away in Maybe, training but camp. But we'll see. I'm sure he'll get, I'm sure he'll get a starter, too. Here towards the end oh, of the year because he just yeah. signed to just like Owen Power did last year. Yes, where he he can play like the last ten games or something yeah. of the season. Um, so Buffalo is thirty five, thirty one, and six on the year. They have seventy six points. Not a bad record. They're fifth overall in the division. They have ten games left, and they are six points out of that second wild card spot. I, you know, not that not as far back as I thought actually. So like. They're, they still got a chance. There's a There's chance. A chance. So There's a chance. If they do this next month, the way they played, well, half month, but yeah, but these next ten games. If they next, can, if they can win like seven of these next ten games, and like some other teams falter ahead of they're them, in it. they could get in there. They yeah. like, all right. So we'll talk about them. And so then, what a story! Buffalo knocks out Boston. Oh in the first my round. God. What a story that would be. I think Boston. Boston fans. If Boston are, has some ridiculous record against. Buffalo, don't they? Like, Boston fans are actually scared of Buffalo this year because Buffalo beat them, has beaten them a couple of yeah, times. They? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm thinking about home ice. Um, Boston is some ridiculous record oh, home against ice Buffalo. Boston. Yeah. Home ice Boston. Last like 20 games were like general. 19 and one against them. Um. So Wait, I, you have not talked about any game for Buffalo. No, I have week. not. Yeah. So last week or. Yeah, last week uh, was pretty rough for Buffalo, letting in like 15 goals in three games. Um, they started the week by continuing that trend. Um, good, good. Losing to Nashville 7-3. to three. Yeah. But 
they I mean, that's kind of shameful loss too. Nashville's not doing super duper hot this no, year. No, they're not. Where the frick is my goddamn? Give me one second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Take your time. Um. All right. Yeah. That was weird. Never mind. They didn't. Oh, they gave up seven. There it is. They uh, last week. Did they give up seven to Columbus? Boston. Boston. Oh. Uh, last week was Columbus gave up seven. To gave seven. up three. Gave up five. Gave up five. Or gave up three. Gave up four. Gave up five. Gave up seven. Gave up seven again against Nashville, and then they beat the Devils five to four. And they, pretty impressive, they held on to that win because they were up five, um, five to two in the going into the third period. So they held on to that win. Uh, Alex Tuck had two goals and assist in that game, um, and then they finished their week strong against the Metro again, and shutting out the Islanders two nothing. Thanks, Buffalo. Um, and Eric Comrie was in net. So the last time in he, in, in, uh, in in Long Island, yes, too. Yeah. in Long Island. And also, the last time Eric Comrie played was when he gave up 10 against Dallas. So he went hey, giving up 10 out. to get his second career him. shutout. He's not that old of a goalie either, right? No, he's he's in mid-20s, I think. Yes. Um, and then Kyle Oposo broke the deadlock in the third. Nice. To get that game Oh, captain, goal. my captain. Former Islander, too. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Tuck and Dylan Cousins are their top players because both had two goals and two assists this week. Right on. Moving on to a team that is not doing well. Detroit. Detroit. One and three. Woo. All right. We're at, we're at that time of year. It's tankathon season. Maybe. Oh, it is. It's tankathon. Although there's a couple. Or no, no, no. I take that back. Never mind. In the draft lottery, the bottom 11. You have to be in the left. I think it's the bottom. They changed it from bottom sixteen because I think because the metro kept yes. skipping up into the top somehow. So you in the bottom. Shout out to Alexi Lafreniere. In the bottom eleven for the draft lottery, you can jump up. From ele- you can up from eleven to one. Oh, ten points. So you can go from eleven you to can. one. Your uh, odds it, decrease. Yes, just in case you guys don't know. Whoever finishes dead last in the uh, in the standings has the highest percentage chance of getting the first overall pick. Yes. Um, and then from there, the percentages decrease. Obviously, they all add up to 100. Um, and the lowest percentage is 11. I mean, I think every bottom 16 team gets in the lottery, but you can, again, only jump up 10. Oh, is that what they did? I think that's what oh, they did. Oh, okay. So, like, the six. 16th player they or team they can't pick any higher than sixth oh okay that's a little confusing but uh it, i mean that is better than the 16th place team say say this year say it's florida right it's better than florida getting the first overall pick everybody would be mad about that no i would actually absolutely love it because montreal I mean, owns their first oh that's true that's true okay, you picked the enough. wrong team that, oh i did you're right okay pittsburgh say pittsburgh yes finished just out of the playoffs at six at 16 and they somehow win the draft lottery against all odds and they get connor bedard oh yeah people on the internet would light the hockey internet on fire if yeah. the penguins got that pick. oh me included i would be happy of course but, but uh um, penguins fans would be like hell yeah so but yes it is kind of the tank for bedard race yeah um i forgot who's in, who is kind of the consistent 
consensus second pick? Um, there's a few guys. I don't remember off the top of my head, but there, this draft is supposed to be pretty good. Because um, even if, like, a lot of teams, even you don't get Bedard, there's still, still a bunch of pretty good guys. Yeah, there's there's still a bunch of pretty to good guys. in the top five. There's a there's one young guy out of Russia, who's supposed to be really good. I think his name is Miroshenko or something like that. I don't think he's number two. I think he dropped back a little bit. But um, there's a few like real big prospects yeah, up there. There's a lot of everybody's talking about Bedard because he's destroying the CHL right now. But like there's a few <laughs> other guys that are like, oh, yeah, I'd be pretty happy with that guy right. too. So. It's, uh, well, it's, I'll look it up. It's very much uh, the tank for Bedard and Detroit's. I don't think they expected to tank for Bedard this hard. They fell no. off the cliff. Well, they, once the draft, uh, I'm sorry, the trade deadline came up, they they it, you can yes, Iserman at least kind of saw the writing on the wall and got some stuff. Like yes, got, they he got sold, a first round pick, but they're you know. still underperforming. Oh no, I agree with you. All right, so one three. 31, 32, and 9. That's 71 points. That is 7th in the division. Uh, their first game for the week was against Florida, uh, which they lost. Fantilli. Fantilli, Fantilli is, yes. the, is okay. the second. And then, I'm sorry, it's uh, Mishakov. Mishakov is the guy. Okay. Oh, the Miroshenko. I think he went to the Capitals last year, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's. it was last year that he was in. 5-2 um, uh, loss against Florida. They were, I don't have anything to say about that, uh, 20 shots. Yeah. 20, Sometimes it's just like... Meh. 25 shots, so five goals and 20 shots. It's not what you want. Uh, and then they went to... Nope. This is where it gets funky. Um, <laughs> they played St. Louis at home, beat them in shootout. 3-2 shootout win, Sorry. where Helleberg was in net, saving 20 for 22. 1 for 3 on the power play. Um, perfect on the penalty kill. And then they lost against St. Louis away, 3-4. to four. Uh, Helleberg started the game. Uh, he left. Yes. Helberg started the game. He left after giving up 10 goals on 13 shots. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, so Nijelkovic came back in. So, yeah, Nijelkovic came in. He got uh, called up this week. Oh, I forgot he went down to the minors. Ned is, he's been in the minors for most of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel bad for him. Unfortunately, he gave up one goal and ended up with the loss. I know. Sucks. Um, Edmondson got his first goal of the season, I believe, in this game or the last. I'm gonna step away for one second, but keep talking. Oh, she's eating it. Did she? No, she's. I'm looking at. I need to make sure. I'm I'm watching her. Um, and then they finished the week by getting shut out by Philadelphia, losing three to nothing. Djokovic in net there. He had a not good week. And I think I figured it out. They don't get a top player. But again, I messed up writing Detroit so bad. I think I got it. I didn't look up shots. I was doing this this one on the train. They might have been close. Detroit bad. Detroit bad. Moving on. Florida. Good girl. 
now if Florida wants to be in the playoffs, they got to do better than what they did this week. Nah, it's okay. Um, one and three, Unless they want to catch the Islanders, that's fine. One and three this week. Just absolutely blowing it. Um, you blow it. 36, 30, and 7. 79 points. That's fourth. Yeah. They have nine games left, mm-hmm. and they're three points out. Yes. Three, if I remember correctly, three points behind Pittsburgh with the same amount of games played, and four games behind, or four points behind the Islanders? With a game in hand. With a game in hand, yeah. Let me look that up. So, they started this week by beating Detroit. Like I mentioned, 5-2. Mm-hmm, Bobrovsky, mm-hmm. Bobrovsky's in net. Um, one for two on that power play. Uh, Kachuk had a goal and two assists in that game. Then they lost to Philadelphia. 3-6. to six. Now, Shameful. Alex Line was in net. They gave Bobrovsky a break because he had played 12 straight. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's fair. They outshot... They did. I remember this. Yeah. They outshot Philadelphia by 20, 20 shots. Yep. 44 to 24. Yep. Um, oh, Alex Lyon. <sighs> poor guy. Well, you can't. I, I, the, I didn't watch the game. You can't necessarily put them all on him. One of them was an empty net. Okay. Um, because Lyon only faced 23 shots, but still. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think their fifth goal was an empty net. Philadelphia's fifth goal was an empty net goal. They put the goalie back in, and they scored again. And they got a sixth goal. Yep. <laughs> that's That hurts. Yeah, that's not what you want. Yeah. Then they lost to Toronto 2-6. to six. Uh, Nothing Oof. shameful against losing to, to Toronto, but it's... No, but that by that amount... But it, what you wanted Not to, even really in the game? Nope. Yeah. Um, Bobrovsky was back. Not helpful. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean... Him being back didn't help. Not he just. I I will didn't. say, um, even if they do make the playoffs, Borowski's track record in the playoffs is not good. He had one good series, so well, he had see. one. Yeah. Or Tampa had one bad series. It man, that was that was just everything. It was yeah. Columbus controlled that series. We yes. keep talking about it, yeah. but like. Columbus well, it's because there, until there's not parallels anymore, there's parallels to Boston, so we're going to keep bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Until Boston wins their first round, which I am I would not bet against Boston I in the wouldn't. first round, but like there's parallels to yes. it, you know, to two separate teams, mm-hmm. to, uh, uh, Tampa Bay and Detroit in the mid-'90s. Yes. So. Um, and then they finished the week by losing to the Rangers 3-4. to four. Um, I didn't end up watching this game, but the uh, Barkov got two goals in that game. In fact, Barkov is their top player. He had two goals and four assists. Swasha Barkov. So six points in four games, even if you go one and three. Yeah. I mean, you're the only two. one that's trying, you're it seems try- like. Yeah. I mean, uh, Verhage, Kachuk, they're trying. They're putting up points. But if yeah. you're giving up a minimum goals. of yeah. four goals, and most, like each, each loss had at least four goals. Not good. Not good. All right. Moving on to Montreal. Two and one this week. Uh, they are 29, 30, 38, and six. That's good for 64 points. That's last in the division. I don't need to talk about how many games played because they're not Doesn't touching matter. the playoffs. No. Um, 
Nowhere close to the playoffs. No, I don't think... In fact, have they been eliminated from the playoffs yet? They might be the only one from the East. Montreal? No, Columbus is definitely... No, if sorry. Montreal sorry, is... from the Atlantic. From the Atlantic. Oh, okay. If um, Montreal is eliminated, um, uh, Columbus I'm, definitely is. I know Columbus, San Jose, Anaheim, and Chicago are eliminated. I don't know about Montreal officially, right yeah. officially yet. They started their win by beating Tampa Bay, three to two. Look at that. Montembeau in net three nine three nine save percentage. Matheson had the game winning goal, and they were outshot twenty to thirty three. Yeah, that's a lot. Then they lost to Boston. Uh, so for now, Columbus is the only Eastern team eliminated from the playoffs right now. Uh, Arizona, Chicago, Anaheim, and I uh, San Jose. I or, forgot Arizona is me. Or uh, Anaheim, or Arizona might have been eliminated this week. Um, lost to Boston two to four. Yeah, Qu- makes sense. Yep. Uh, Allen was in net. Uh, they outshot Boston 31-21 to in this game. Kirby Doc had a goal and an assist. Kirby. They were 2-for-5 on the power play and 5-for-5 five five on the penalty kill. Righteous. It's a good good game yeah. outside of the... You know, outside the, of the actual the score. Result. Really yeah. good game. Yeah. Then they took out all of those frustrations that they had in losing to Boston. Oh boy, did they. Against Columbus. Oh yeah, they did. They beat them 8-2. to two. Um, I was watching the Penguins game, and that um, score showed up on like the out-of-town scoreboard, and I was like, 8-2? to two. Yeah. And it was like, it was the third period. There was a lot of time left in the third period. I was like, oh my god. Raphael, Harvey, Pinar. Who is this motherfucker? He, he keeps hit- scoring. He scored a hat trick. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's the first time in a long time that a rookie has scored a hat trick for Montreal. He's a seventh rounder. Good for this that kid. He's going to be on the team next year. That just made his mark. What? He has almost 10 goals the last few weeks, I think. Right? I believe so. Give me. With that hat trick. I mean, that hat trick helped, obviously. Second, and I can give you a little bit more. Got 12 goals on the season. How many games has he played? In 29. Oh, that's more games than I thought, actually. But that that's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's still really good. 29 games played. Especially for some random rookie that they just called up. Um, And he's I think he's just an, an elder rookie, too. Like Oh, he's just a little older. Right. But, yeah, either but still, way, good for him. Still drafted in the seventh round. Yeah. And he's, Gets to play and in the his NHL. last name is Harvey Pinard. He's from Montreal. Oh, He's that makes it even better. playing in the hometown team. Yeah, that makes it even better. It's a great story. Um, and again, just... Watch him score 40 next year. Oh, my God. It'd be amazing. Be like, who is this motherfucker? Um, what? His first name's Raphael. I mean... He's the coolest Ninja Turtle. I believe Carey Price hasn't had an 80... 80- has only had a player score 80 points in front of him once. Yeah, it makes sense. His rookie year. Yeah, that was makes, it. That makes sense. So, it's probably Saku Koivu. I don't think it might. Or, yeah, no, Saku was the one that was on Montreal. Maybe. Miku was on Minnesota. Minnesota. I think. Maybe. I, I, but still, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who, um, who it was. I'm just guessing. Montreal doesn't score a lot of points. So if they no. have... They had a forty goal scorer in this kid. They had Max Pacioretty for a long time. He'd be a, never scored more than eighty points. I guess that's true. 
either due to injuries uh, or yeah. stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. remember, Chari tried to kill him. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I did forget about. I constantly forget about uh, that. It was Pacioretty that Charo uh, ran into the device. Yep. That's why it's rounded at the edge. Yes, now, it's because they changed the rules. He was near, like not. He wasn't actually almost decapitated, but like it coulda. They changed the yeah the the structure of the rings. Yeah, from so now right the, angles on the glass next to the benches to curves. To curves, yeah, because he got messed up, smoked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I it don't might think have broken I don't, vertebrae in his neck. I don't remember. It was it was a while ago at this point. I don't think Chara meant to do it. Like that, like that. You think he meant to put his head into the divider? No, like that? but he was trying to like he was trying. No, to, he was trying to cream him. But like, I don't think he was trying. <laughs> there to, was like, some stuff between those two in the corner leading up to oh, it. Oh, okay. So like, it's some hockey players who, just like who knows decide if, decide I'm going to try to kill a person. Who knows if he was trying to kill him, but he was trying to hurt him. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, significantly. That was in 2011. I was in college when that happened. That was 12 years ago. Yes, it was. How did you know that off the top of your head? I've uh watched that video too many times. Oh, okay. It's just Fair like, enough. Jesus Christ. Fair enough. It's popped up too many times. Um, really quick, really quick tangent. What is your earliest hockey memory? My earliest hockey that, that memory just made me think was the Ducks losing to the Devils. For real? Yeah. That, uh, mine's really close to that, actually. My, I, I, my earliest hockey memory, I believe, is the Avalanche beating the Devils all right. in the Stanley Cup final. And then the the year after that, I think it was the year after that, the Devils beat the Ducks in the final. Because I really like J.S. Chaguer, because I liked his name, because I was a kid. Look, I was a it kid. Was a early, it was like 2000, 2001, whatever. Right, like, I like the Ducks. Like, the Ducks, yeah. the yeah, colors yeah. were cool. They're Ducks. Well, I um, would always pick... But I also kind of like the Devils, because it's just like, I was born in New Jersey. So, like... Ew, were yeah, you? Yeah, I was. Ew. Yeah. Gross. I was born in Pittsburgh. Not very far from New York either. So, really? Yeah. Was your family just in New Jersey at the time? Uh, they just had, yeah, they happened to be huh. in New Jersey. My mom was working in New York City. Well, yeah, I think I think it coincides with that same year, but, like, one of those years that the Devils w- either went to or won the Stanley Cup, um, the Penguins were in the playoffs, and I remember they played the Sabres, and Dominic Hasek was on the Sabres, and the Penguins won in a really dramatic fashion mm-hmm. in um, in overtime in Game 7 to beat them. And then they went on to play the Devils, and I, they lost yeah. to the Devils. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if that was in the second or third round, but um, either way. that that and then, the De- and then I remember paying attention to the Devils going on to play, I believe, the Avalanche in the finals and then losing to them. I don't yeah. really, like, I never watched a lot of hockey as a kid. I remember... I did, obviously. Um, I, but that was that was just the, the household I was no, in. No, yeah, my parents, it, I wasn't in a hockey household. Um, so I do remember uh, <laughs> my parents or dad putting on the uh, Ducks Devils during the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I remember watching the Lightning win in 04. I watched that too, yeah. Um, I might have. I think I've I, watched every cup final since then. I don't know at if least I was a little bit. In Maryland, 
at the time. I feel like I was somewhere else, but I don't know why. I, be- um, I believe I have watched at least part of every cup final since the since it was since Ray Bork won the championship. I watched the King, and then retired. I watched the Kings beat the the Rangers, mm-hmm. but I like that too. there was other ones just in between that I didn't see. Like I didn't see the Stars win. I didn't see. Well, that was in ninety. That was before any of this we're talking about. That was in ninety nine. Stars were that late. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that long ago. Wow, I thought they won another one. Mm-mm. Weird. They went to another one. I'm, but that wait, was, but that, that was, was recently. Two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, because it was. I remember Colorado winning, and then the Devils winning, and then I think it was Tampa Bay won, and that was against Calgary. Who won after that? I would. I went to a Man United game. I think it was the Ducks after that. The Ducks won after Tampa Bay won. I'm pretty sure. The Ducks did win a championship. Yes, they did. Um, I think it was in 05, maybe. They had switched. It was the first year that they were in the Orange and Blacks. Yeah. 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 Um, Because I remember they had Niedemeyer and Pronger and a bunch of other big-time players. Then, what else? Um, I was in... I watched a Man United Philadelphia Union game in 2010 when the Flyers were playing Chicago. Mm. Um, it wasn't one of those games during one of those games, Man, but that broke a bunch of my Flyers friends friends' hearts <laughs> when Pat when Patrick Kane scored that goal mm. that like only he knew he scored only he knew yeah, but... and he was celebrating and everybody else was like what happened. Where and he was you, like, we just want to stay in the cup. I just, I, I beat him. He, it's in the net. He had taken off all of his Well, it's because it got stuck under, like, the the something in the net. And no, nobody his, saw it for a second. His jersey was off. His, his gloves were off. off. His helmet his, was off. His wrist guards were yeah, off. Yeah, he was just, like, like charging down the down the their side of the rink. Anyway, that was just, sorry for that little tangent there. But I, I, I just, that just popped into my head. Yeah. I thought it would be interesting to ask you. Um, That's funny that it's really close to the same yeah, time right? for us. Yeah, I I remember being upset that the Ducks because I think it was I was upset the Ducks lost because I think it, I wanted them to the win. one that I watched the game that I remember watching was the one where the Devils clinched. So yeah. like I remember being upset, but at the same time it's just like I'm not that upset. <laughs> yeah, because I like Brodor. Um, yeah, I just well, I think it was that year that they beat the Penguins. So I was like, "Come on, I want the Devils to lose. They beat my team." Right. Oh, I yeah. mean, you always want to. You either want the team that beats you to win it all, unless they're a rival. Unless it's just, a team that you hate. Yeah, yeah, and then you just want them to lose the next round. Well, I I will say to that point, uh, when the Capitals beat the Penguins in the playoffs, I was like, I hope the Capitals win the championship, because I was like they. They deserve it because the best two teams had already played, and yeah. you guys won. So, well, I mean, okay, that's fair. Um, you're a bigger person than I am because I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, I will never. I know you a petty bitch. I'm a petty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I I hope for you to never be happy when it comes to sports. <laughs> It is funny how close of friends we are. Pirates and excluded, not the, the pirates same. are never going to be good it, ever again. It, it, one day they might, but we're it's not the same division. So that's true. It's really funny how <laughs> close of friends we are, having like brutally opposite rival teams in multiple sports. Yeah, in in two sports, 
because I'm I'm obviously a, fully a Pittsburgh fan. I don't really care about the Pirates because they shake the city. But I am a the Pirates uh, don't care about. The I'm Pirates. obviously a Penguins and Steelers fan, and Clay is a Capitals and Ravens fan. Yep, I mean if Baltimore, two teams or four teams that hate each other. If Baltimore had a hockey team, I'd root for them over the Caps yeah. in a heartbeat. Um, but yeah, Montreal. Montreal, yes, sorry. Let's get let's get back on track, I guess. Um, we actually finished talking about the games, but uh, their top player is Nick Suzuki, who had two goals and six assists in those three games. Next up is Ottawa. Ottawa is two and two this week. They had 35, they, sorry, not 35, had 35. They are 35, 33, and five. Excuse me, 75 points. They're sixth in the division. With nine games left for Ottawa, they are only seven points out of the second wild card spot. Dang. Um, it's close. It might be a little bit out of their uh, reach, but because of some of the injury news that I'll talk about later. But let's uh, get into their games this week. Oh, apparently I was wrong. The um, Oh, wait. I think it was the year the Avalanche won that the Devils beat the Penguins in the in the playoffs. Yes, it was. It was in the Eastern Conference Final. Okay. And then they lost to Colorado in the in the final. Sorry, I had to look that up. I it was, was like, it was bothering you. Yeah. Um. So, Bert knows about this game. Uh, started off by beating Pittsburgh two to one, <sighs> with Dylan Ferguson starting this his motherfucker first game. This motherfucker stopped like forty five shots. Forty nine. 49 sorry, shots. I was sorry. so sorry, sorry, sorry. Angry. I'm wrong. He faced 49 shots. He stopped 48. Um, the Penguins tied the game really late and then uh, uh, went on the power play and let them score almost immediately with like two minutes left in the game. I was so mad. Sorry, go ahead. All right, bring... What, what happened later in the week for Pittsburgh? Shut up. Um, <laughs> that game also made me mad, even though they won. <laughs> yes, so Pittsburgh outshot Ottawa 49-21 to in this game. Uh, but Ottawa gets the win 2-1. to Fucking Dylan Ferguson. Dylan Ferguson. Um, you. Then that. they went on to lose to Boston 1-2 to in Good. a very close game. Good. Um, Glad they lost. Shots were pretty even, but they gave up a power play goal. Then they went out and kicked the crap out of the Tampa Bay Lightning, seven to two. Tampa not having a good week. No. I'm uh, I'm hearing so far. Nope. Uh, Pat Maroon got a ten minute game misconduct. To bring it that fat boy Pat. To bring it had two goals and an assist. Who called him fat. Was it a was it the announcer from Boston? Jack Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Who bringing up that like Martin Hook incident? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if he's well. I don't think he is. He must have some contract where they can't like be like, "You should retire." I, I he might retire. It, I don't know. He's very old, too. Like I don't want to do too much speculation. Yeah. But between two years ago and this year, he is a lot slower. He is slurring his words mm. more. Uh, coming back from a commercial, he's on point. But oh, then, he's only 66. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, he's not, not that old. old. He's not as um, old as I thought. But, uh... 
Wow, he does not look like I thought he looked. It's one of those things where it's just like, are you, sir, are you okay? Here's a picture of him with a puppy. Yeah, no, I know what he looks like. I didn't know what he looked like, actually. That might be from 2011. Probably. Um, well, he's the Boston announcer. So. Yeah. The, or one of the, the picture of him with a puppy is next to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I just, uh, I guess I had never seen a picture of Jack Edwards before. I did not know what he looked like. Um, yeah, I'm not bringing up a clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. But yeah, it was just, mm. um, yeah, uh, but Jack Edwards called him Fat Pat. Yeah, like oh, last yeah. year or something? I Even this year. I don't remember. Um, but everybody was like, what? what? What are you talking about? I, I know they've been calling him Fat Pat for, like on the ice, but like this isn't a national broadcast yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so yes, uh, they lost to Tampa. They, sorry, they beat Tampa Bay 7-2. DeBrin had two goals and assists, and he waved to Patrick Maroon as he got kicked because it was like Maroon was getting in his face. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Yep. Um, and then they finished the week by losing to the Devils three to five. Dylan Ferguson was back in net. Um, he Boo. did. He did end up missing the game. Like he was supposed to start another time this week, but boo, due to the Dylan illness, Ferguson. Boo. Um, didn't have the game that he did against Pittsburgh. He let in Good. four goals on thirty-four shots. Cut him. Um, <laughs> ten for thirteen on the penalty kill. So it's not. Best, not the best. It's not no. bad, but um, Matthew Kachuk is their top player with three goals and one assist. All right. God, we're still on the <laughs> We tangent, tangented it as a motherfuck this you time. You guys know what you're in for at this point, right? Tampa Bay. We appreciate every one of you listening. Oh and three. Ooh. Oh and three. Ooh. Forty-two, twenty-six, and six. I mean, they they haven't clinched a playoff spot technically, but they have a playoff. Ninety spot. points, yeah. third in the division. Two three loss against Montreal. Two to seven loss against Ottawa. I don't even think they can drop down into the. I mean, they can, but they would have to lose like every game. Every single game. Uh, one to two loss against um, Boston. Boston. It was really fun to watch them both goon it up. And try to goon it up against Montreal and um, Ottawa. Because, again, just what a bunch of sore. Yeah, they, they don't handle losing they too well. They do not handle no, losing they well. It's I, really they funny, are actually. So, it's such a dirty team. Yeah. They they really, like, once a uh, once game is not going their way, they really, really become little shitheads about like, the game. almost the entire team. Yeah. Not, yeah. like... Well, because I th- I believe Kucherov, Sergachev hurt somebody by yeah. pushing them into an empty like pushing them into the net yeah. for an empty net. Um, I, I believe Pittsburgh has beaten them pretty soundly all three times this year, and all three times Tampa Bay has started taking like shots yep. at the Pittsburgh players, and it's like even he- uh, Hedman slew footed Chikrin. Um, in the process of was, was that how Chikrin got hurt? It didn't help. Chikrin did go into the boards mm-hmm. later and then did not return, but he was very slow to get up from a slew foot. But in that in the buildup, he had been slew foot Chikrin, and then they scored. So, like, that's why nothing uh, really happened. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I don't like Tampa. 
Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Stamkos is one of the guys who doesn't seem to. No. Yeah. Stamkos is fine. I don't but... normally don't see anything with point either. No. They're but... two mostly skill guys, but literally everyone else does. Yeah. Right. It's it's crazy. Even Kucherov. Sorry, especially Kucherov. It's so funny. Kucherov, Kucherov and Malkin are very similar players because they're like, and not just because they're both Russian, but like, they're excellent skill players. But then like, get any that, slight, get them mad, and it's freaking any open. slight, they will chop you right in the hands, you know. And as, I think it was earlier this year Malkin uh, got his one thousandth penalty minute. Yes, he did. Which is insane. And like. Kucherov will board like no oh, place yeah. business. Oh, yeah. Well, there was that thing a couple years ago with Malkin where somebody did something in the playoffs and he turned and like just chopped him in the face <laughs> yeah. or in the back of the head and he got suspended for a game. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. In the playoffs, it was this is against Columbus in the second game. Um, uh, Kucherov tripped Nyquist. Gustav Nyquist. Yes, yeah. I yeah. think he tripped Nyquist. And then while. Got called for it, and then while Nyquist was getting up onto one knee to like keep playing, mm-hmm. Kucherov boards him. That's great. Like good sc- job. Full scrum really breaks good, out. Like really good uh, example. For, yeah, for like, everyone else. I can't believe he didn't get suspended on it. Like he got kicked out of the game, but the playoffs are weird because like sometimes somebody will do something like Malkin did, and he will justifiably get suspended. But then there's other times where you see some somebody like Kucherov do that, and yeah. you're like, how was how he not you... suspended? Oh, um, speaking of playoffs when it comes to suspensions, because this popped into my brain, you will see a lot of um, sorry, Vancouver fans talk about how they robbed uh, by the refs because the longest playoff suspension that happened at the time occurred during the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, who was it? I can't remember who. Was it Kessler? No, it wasn't Kessler. Oh, that surprises me. Um, looking at that hit, that suspension was totally deserved. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back and like look at it, but um, the, well, I, I don't necessarily. I don't actually know what you're talking. Well, about. the whole thing is that the the head of player safety, his son, actually played for the Bruins. Oh, weird. But at the time, this is a di- it's yeah, a different guy now. But he had actually stepped back while the Bruins were in the playoffs, as he should, because yeah. it's my son. As I he can't, should, like yeah, he gave yeah. that like um, that look, power. Look up. at him having a having a integrity. And then he resigned. He actually ended up resigning right before the finals happened. So like he wasn't even. So what, you yeah. can't even say it was him doing it, right? Yeah. All right, finishing. It might have been Burroughs. No, no, right. no, no. That that was somebody who Burroughs might have been who got suspended because he that was a oh, guy yeah, who yeah. played for Vancouver. That's what I mean. Oh, I yeah, thought you were yeah. talking about the player. That it could have been him. He was known to be a pretty dirty player. Yeah, but I don't think it was Burroughs. I think, either way, sorry. Either way. Let's um, finish up the Atlantic for God's sake. For God's sake. <laughs> Toronto is two and two on the week. They are 44, 20, and nine. They have ninety seven points. They're second in the division. Oh, Tampa Bay doesn't get a top player. Nah. Um beating the Islander or sorry, losing to the Islanders to start the week two to seven. Really freaking annoying because like <laughs> help me out. <laughs> I don't want the I don't uh, like the Islanders. Uh, Stop uh, giving the Islanders. Two to seven. Uh, 
Yeah, that's pretty the bad. I- that's you gave really up seven bad. Seven goals to the Islanders. A team known to not score that much. Christ. It, it seems like a team to coach to not score that much. Yes. Almost, like, yeah. All right. Then they beat uh, Florida 6-2. Murray was in net there. Um, adjusted 3-for-3 three three on the penalty kill. Matthews had two goals. Then they lose to Carolina 3-5. to five. It was a close, closer game uh, because they outshot Carolina 44-28. to 28. Um, Beating Nashville to finish off the week 3-2. Uh, Wall was in net there because Samsonov? Someone picked up an injury. Yeah, Samsonov uh, is day-to-day with for personal reasons. Um, but okay. Tavares had two goals and an assist in that game. Adjusted, they were 8 for 10 on the penalty kill, which is good. Unadjusted, 7 for 10, which is bad. Um, yeah, that's pretty bad. Austin Matthews is their top player with four goals and three assists. News. In that game against Carolina, Bergeron, Marchand, and Lindholm were all out. Oh. All out. Bergeron for a non-COVID illness. Um, Marchand and Lindholm had some injuries that I... It says undisclosed. Um, so they're not saying what. But so it's one one or two games and they'll be back. Uh, also, A.J. Greer got suspended for a game for a cross-check to the face of Mike Hoffman. Yep. Yes, Mike Hoffman. Um, and then Mike Hoffman bitched about it. Well, he also... Well, ju- kind of justifiably, because he sort of did a similar thing that he got suspended for for, I think, two games. He did. Um, and then A.J. Greer did not get suspended. Mike Hoffman's was worse. Was it? It was to the back of the head of Kachar while he wasn't looking. That is worse. Yeah. Well... Yes, it was in the helmet, but well, still to the back of the head. Yeah. Um... It's more cowardly. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, it's funny I, they give you more of a suspension if you're hit. It's more cowardly. I do understand how Hoffman was pissed because he had 15 stitches in his, like, internally and yeah. then another 10 externally. Like, yeah, his face is messed up. His chin is fucked. Yeah. Um, I I would have agreed if he had gotten suspended for two games. Yeah. Now, now, this was two guys in a face-off slashing and cross-checking at each other. And it's almost it just, like, like they should just call cross-checking more. Right, because it's it happens so often and gets called so little. They were already scrumming a little bit before yeah. this, and then Greer just got him to the face. You know, these hits could be controlled if you just called cross checking. Right. Um, next up is Buffalo. Ma- Mason Greenway. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan Greenway. Yes, it is. Yes, because yeah. they traded for him at the trade deadline from Minnesota. Yeah. Yes. All right, Greenway. He's uh, right now day to day with an upper body. He missed the last game. And then um, Hinnis- Vinny Hinnestroza is out right now for personal reasons. Hmm. Um, for Detroit, Earn, Huso, and Zadina are all day-to-day for now for lower body injuries. So that's why Najelkovic came back. He got, got recalled it. for emergency reasons. Makes sense. Um, Sam Bennett for Florida, his day-to-day for an undisclosed injury. He's missed the entire week. So, mm. he didn't play a single game this week. So, that's why, even though he's listed as day-to-day, Get missed a week. Yeah, missed a um, week. For Montreal, Joss Anderson and Caden Gooley. Yeah. Um, they're both done for the season with high ankle sprains. did Caden Gooley just come back? Yes. Yeah. And then it was the game against um, 
I mentioned it, but I didn't. He write like it hasn't down. played the entire year, and then he came back, and then he got hurt again. He he's played more or than he's, well. He, played more he than hasn't that. played that much. He he missed a huge chunk of time. It was against Tampa Bay. He came back against Tampa Bay, or Florida. Either way, um, he got, got injured hurt. against Tampa yeah. Bay. Um, he kept getting hurt, leaving, coming back, getting yeah. hurt again, like yeah. during that game, and it just ended up being a high ankle sprain. So they're just shutting him down. Um. Chikrin for Ottawa is week to week with a lower body injury. Yes, he was uh, slow to get up from that slew foot from Hedman, but he also went awkwardly into the boards later in the game and that did not return. And then uh, Ridley Gregg. Gregg? I think it's Gregg. He's done for the season with a sternum injury. That's crazy. Yeah. That happened against the Penguins, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I, th- I think he blocked a shot, but he took it in the chest. Yep, and sternum injury, he's done. Hopefully he's okay. That's scary. Toronto, Bobby McMahon is, who knows when he's coming back for a knee injury, and then Samsonov is out for personal reasons, which is... the fuck is Bobby McMahon? Why do you think I put his first name? (laughs) No, I do that sometimes, too. I'm like, I don't know who that is. That's why I put Ridley Gregg. Bobby McMahon. Ridley Gregg. That uh, sounds like a pirate. That's Ridley Gregg over there. <laughs> he's Ridley because he's got rickets. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's riddled with bullets from, <laughs> from all of our pirate adventures. All right, I'm done. Okay. Let's talk about the Metro. Starting with Carolina. Going to one and one this week. Uh, desperately trying to hang on to first place in the Metro. Yep. Uh, I believe the Devils are right up their butts right now. Yeah. Uh, Carolina started off the week by beating the Rangers 3-2, to two, then, uh, where Freddie Anderson was 29-31. Mm-hmm. They then lost to the Rangers 2-1, to one, where they outshot the Rangers 30-16. to 16. They beat Toronto, as Clay already mentioned, where Sebastian Ajo had a goal and an assist. And Faust and Natchez had two assists each in that game. And then they lost to Boston in a shootout, as Clay already mentioned, where Brett Pesci had two assists. They were wearing the... They were wearing the Hartford Hartford Whalers jerseys. I miss those jerseys. They're so cool. I mean... Why do you think I wear that hat all the time? To be fair, I can't say that I miss them. I was not cognizant when the... I'm sorry, when the Whalers were uh, still a team. But... um, that's such a cool. All right, it's such a lime green. It's it pops on the ice, and you're like, "Ooh, I wish that was still in the league." So, remember last year when uh, the whole like Lamborghini versus Prius thing oh, happened yeah, yeah, with yeah. Trocheck yes. and um, Marchand? Yeah. Uh, well, after this win, oh, that's Boston why, tweets out. That's why they tweeted that. I was confused why they tweeted that. Boston tweeted out that their Lamb- Lambo was in the garage because yeah, Marchand, Marchand didn't, didn't play. play. Um, Caroline's response to that was, all right, we'll let New York know. Because Trocheck is now on the Rangers. On the Rangers, so, right. With, that was a pretty good response by Carolina. Yeah. It's a pretty good tweet by Boston, it too, is honestly. A, it is a pretty good tweet by Boston. But remember, with that whole Lambo to Prius tweet, Carolina kicked the shit out of Boston like 7-2 to that game. Yep. Yeah, they did. <laughs> that was also pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it, just to shout out another um, uh, Twitter handle that I follow that I think is pretty amazing. 
Shout out to whoever the fuck runs the National Park Service. Twitter. Oh my god, they're it's hilarious. so funny for like no reason, and it's the official one. It's the government body one. Yeah, and it's just whoever is running it is really good at like nature jokes, essentially. Like the early bird gets the worm, but the early hiker gets spider webs in his yeah. face. Send your fr- tall friends first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and and they were also the ones that tweeted out like uh, research shows that. Uh, 100% of squirrel bites happen at the front or bitey end of the squirrel. If you hold an ermine up to your ear, you hear what, what it sounds, sounds like, like when you get attacked by an ermine. <laughs> yeah. So funny. So shout out to whoever runs that. I love it. All right. Uh, Carolina actually does not get a top player. Uh, their scoring was pretty spread around. That happened a lot in the Metro this week, the actually. Love. Yeah. Just uh, most of their scoring was spread between a bunch of players. No player was over a point per game. Gotcha. Columbus is up next. Speaking of tankathons, they're the worst team. Tied for the worst. Uh, tied for the worst. But they went two and one this week. Wow. Yeah, they were three for nine on the power play and three for five on the penalty kill. That's why they're tied for the worst. They were yeah. so bad going two and one actually bumps them up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hey, they beat Washington seven to six in overtime. Yes, they to begin did. the week where uh, Adam Boquist and Jack Roslavic each had two goals in that game. Robinson and Bemstrom each had a goal and an assist, while Goudreau, Lyonet, and Johnson each had two assists in that game. Uh, and then they beat the Islanders five to four in overtime as well, where. Uh, they were outshot by the Islanders 38-27. to Roslovic had two assists in this game, while Jenner and Goudreau each had a goal and an assist, and Boone Jenner Boone, had the overtime we, game. Boone winner. Jenner? Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner. And I think it was in this game that Kent Johnson did the Michigan goal. Ooh. Where, uh, if you, in case you guys don't know, it's a... Uh, it's it, a lacrosse goal. It's basically. a lacrosse goal. Yeah, no, it is. That's yeah. a, exactly... That's a really good way to describe it, but it's... um. You're behind the net. You're behind the net. The player presses down on the puck to get it to stick to his stick, to his hockey stick. Yep. And then he kind of just, like, while the goalie isn't paying attention, just, like, whips it around and, like, just tucks it into the corner top, with his stick. The top, in the top corner. corner, yeah. And it's uh, it's really impressive to do. I, I can't think of many players that have done it in the actual NHL. Um, it has to have happened before. But, yeah. But... It, I love it because it really makes fundamental hockey guys be like, bah, 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 bah. oh, 100%. And then there's guys who will, like, crush another dude because they, yeah. they know he'll try the Michigan, so they're going to crush him before he even, like, gets yep. that sh- that chance. So I love it when it happens because it makes all the old hockey heads be like, that's disrespectful. Oh. I'm like, then stop him from doing it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and then they finished off the week by losing to Montreal 8-2. to Oof, yikes. Oof. But you know what? Jack Roslavic is their top player this week. Uh, having two goals and three assists in those three games. Moving on to New Jersey, going 1-1-1 one, one, and one this week. So mm-hmm. pretty, like, middle, middle, middle of the, of the road. Middle yep. of the road week. They lost to Minnesota in overtime 2-1, to one, where they outshot Minnesota 48-29. Wow. I guess Dylan Ferguson was playing for Minnesota, too. <laughs> no, it's Gustafson. He's actually been killing oh, yeah, it this you're year. Right, you're right, you're right. And then they lost to Buffalo straight up, 5-4. to four. Jack Hughes did have two goals and an assist in that game. Well, um, I forget his first name, but his last name is Ball. B-A-H-L, Ball. A goal and an assist in that game. 
Then they finish off the week by beating Ottawa 5-3, where Hughes had a goal and an assist, and he sure had two assists, and Jack Hughes is your top player this week for the Devils, having three goals and two assists. Wow. Excuse me. Islanders are up next, having the exact same record as the Devils, 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Yeah, that tracks. Beat Toronto 7-2, as Clay already mentioned, where Cal Clutterbuck, of all fucking people, had two <laughs> goals and an assist in this game, while Anders Lee, I hate you, and Noah Dobson had a goal and an assist, and J.G. Pajot had two assists. Didn't Clutterbuck do something stupid later in the week, though? I don't remember. To, like, mess up? Maybe. Yeah. Well, they lost to Columbus in overtime, as I already mentioned, 5-4. to four. Brock Nelson, hate you, had two goals in this game, while mm-hmm. Kyle Palmieri had a goal and an assist. I can't believe he's 37. Kyle Palmieri? Yeah. Uh, he, sorry, he's 38. I've been watching hockey for so long. I remember when he was, like, a young stud player. And the fact that, like, the Islanders are paying league minimum for him, mm-hmm. for what he's putting up, and Minnesota's... He's playing pretty well for them. I mean, Minnesota's yeah. still paying him $3 million. I know. It's crazy. It really is. Man, Chuck Fletcher's ruined two teams. <laughs> and is currently unemployed. Yep. Then, they lost to Buffalo in the final game of the week. Two to nothing. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, another instance when the scoring for the Islanders was pretty spread out, so they don't get a top player. Gotcha. And their goalies didn't play, like, that well. They played okay, right. so, but nothing it, to shout out. It's Sorokin and Volar. Yeah, they played fine. They you played know fine. they're going to be like good. Moving on to the Rangers, who went 2-1 this week. Losing to Carolina 3-2, as I already mentioned. Shishtarkin, 36-39 of 39 in that game. They beat Carolina 2-1. Panarin had a goal and an assist, while Zabinajad had two assists. And then okay. they beat... hate him. It's okay. I don't actually hate him, I just... I hate that he's on he the Rangers. He scares me. Yeah, I don't like that he's on the Rangers. He scares me. The Rangers then beat Florida 4-3 to to finish off their week, while Lafreniere and Heedle each had a goal and an assist in that game, and yet another instance where the scoring was pretty spread, spread out. out. Yeah, too spread out to call a top player, so they don't get one. Verhage had such a nice goal against Florida. Too bad they lost. Well. Against the Rangers. No, no, against Florida. Oh, yeah, you're Pat- right. I, Patrick you're right, Kane's you're right, you're goal right. against Florida was off. Patrick Kane's, what was it, 450th goal, I yes. think? Yeah. yeah. Went off of Verhage. It was into, a wicked into deflection Florida's, that Florida's Bro- yeah. Bobrovsky had no chance on. Like, he, nothing he could have done. No, 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 no. That, that sucks as for, <laughs> for Hagee. you got to be like, oh, god damn it. All right, back to onto a tankathon, a team that may be slightly messing it up. The Flyers went 3-0 and this yeah, week. Yeah, right? Went 3-0. and They fired Chuck Fletcher, and look at what they're doing. I There's a couple teams that could very much win Coach of the Year, the Jack Adams. Yeah. You think the Flyer, you think Tortorella could win? I mean, he has a pretty bad team. They, Philadelphia is dog shit. They're pretty bad. The fact that he's gotten them I think to not be the worst yeah. team in the division well, I think in we, the league. I think we agreed at the beginning of the year. We were like, John Tortorella actually might be a pretty good coach for yes. Philly. Because like, they've been floundering the last couple of years. Uh, who was their coach before? I, who cares? Who cares? Well, I know it was um, Hackstall. It wasn't last year. It was the year before, I think. But I don't remember who their coach was last year. But um, Yeah, we were like... 
they're gonna be bad because just right. like the track record, uh, like Giroux is gone. Yep. You know, uh, Voracek is gone. But I mean, Voracek was far past his expiration Gostaspare date anyway. Gosta gone. Gosta gone again. Questionable. Hayes is in and out with injury. Yeah, Kevin Hayes is like whatever. Ellis you know, you, they have a, a couple of good young players. You know, uh, Travis Konechny is still very good. Mm-hmm. JVR is past his prime. But still. Um, their defense is, like, not as good as, like, you should think it should be. But, like, Tortorella came in, and he's got... I mean, they're not good, no, but, like, but like they're, they're not the worst team in the league. He got Ristolainen playing better defense. Which is insane. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, you know. Jumping, I don't, he's not going to win Coach of the Year. No. But. Um, jumping back. Um, sure. Talking about Verhage's mm-hmm. goal against... Florida. Um, Against his team. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when Alex Tuck scored his second goal against uh, the Devils, it was his third goal of the night. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. He had two goals that game against against the Devils and one goal. And one goal for, for the, the Devils. Devils. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's really funny when that happens because just to, to parallel to soccer, I know in soccer there's a stat called an own goal. Yes. But in hockey, that doesn't exist. Right. So it's the so last they person just, to touch the yeah, puck. Yeah, they just give it to the last person that touched the puck. And I believe that is how the first goalie goal happened. It is how the first. It is yeah. 100% how the first goalie goal. Uh, the when very we, first. I don't remember who it was. It was some, like, random guy When in we the talked past. about um, Omar's goal, I meant to actually, like, I actually looked up every single goalie goal. Yeah, because there haven't been that many. It was more than I thought. It's, I mean, it's over 10, but it's not, um, uh, it's like 11 or 12. Hextel has two. Hextel. Hextel. Yeah. Hextel has two. Brodeur has three. Something like that. Wah has one. I know that. Yeah. Um. Tristan Jari tried for, tried, tried for it twice the other night. The fir- Yeah. The first time was the goalie was the last one to touch it. For one of Brodeur's, he was the last one to touch it. Yeah. His first goal, he shot. He shot it. In, but. Yeah. A couple. He's there's a couple that happened in the playoffs too. I think at least Hextel, one. Hextel was one, it Hextel? Hextel and Brodor. I was gonna say at least one of Brodor's was in the playoffs. Hextel which shot is, it in the yeah. the same year that he scored in the regular season. He he scored in the playoffs. What a showboat! Oh my god! What a showboat! Really good goalie. Terrible general manager. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the Flyers. Speaking of Hextel, let's get back to the Flyers. Uh, they beat Florida six to three, as Clay already mentioned, getting a shot by twenty. Goal, uh, 20 shots. Mm-hmm. Um, five players for the Flyers had two points in this game. Yeah. That's too many for me to list, but five players, two points. In- pretty impressive. They beat Minnesota in a shootout where they outshot Minnesota 34-24. to Joel Farabee had a goal and an assist in that game, while Tony D'Angelo had two assists in that game. Wow. They then shut out Detroit Three to nothing yes, to end did. off the week. They were seven for seven on the penalty kill in that game, so that's pretty big. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. That's fourteen minutes of the game. Yeah, at, ish that you were on the penalty kill. Almost a full period. Yeah, almost a full period that you were on the penalty kill, and they killed it all off. Uh, Lawton had a goal and an assist in that game. Well, Carter Hart, to the surprise of no one, made twenty nine saves for that shutout. There has been some chatter. That maybe in the off season they might try to move Carter Hart. There's some talk about they that. They could certainly get a lot for him, and you know, Billy Smith was the very first goalie in 1979. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. 
Like I said, it's first of all, his name is Billy Smith. And that that could just be like a random name. And then it, he's a random goalie with a random ass name. And then it. Took, I say that he might be in the Hall of Fame for all I know. It took uh, until 1987 for Hextel to become the yeah. first goalie to score on a direct shot, and it was a shorthanded goal. And later to become the first one with a shorthanded goal. So yeah, like he's. That's yeah. equally as crazy that he has a shorthanded goal. Mm-hmm. Like I said, really good goalie, terrible general manager. Uh, Joel Farabee is the Flyers' top player of the week with two goals and three assists. Speaking of bad general managers, let's move on to Pittsburgh. They went <laughs> they went two and two this week. <laughs> Saved it. My bad. It's empty. It doesn't matter. Um, Clay just knocked over a bottle. It's okay. Uh, two and two this week, losing to Ottawa two to one, where they outshot them. I would just like to remind everybody, forty nine to twenty one, with a rookie goalie in his first game. I hate everything. They followed that up by beating Colorado five to two, where they outshot Colorado. Pittsburgh dominated this game. Yeah, they outshot Colorado forty five to thirty, which that's a lot of shots, just yep. kind of in general. Jeff Carter, of all people, had two goals in this game. Two, like, legitimate goals yes. in this game. Uh, Brian Rust and Jake Gensel each had a goal and an assist. Pittsburgh then lost to Dallas 3-2. to No shame in that loss. Dallas is a very good team. Um, I will say this. Pittsburgh maybe should have won every game this week. Just, ba- just based on the play. They controlled a lot of the Dallas game, too. But... But they just. But couldn't. hockey is hockey. Hockey is hockey. Sometimes uh, controlling the game doesn't end up with you winning. That's just kind of how it is. Yep. Um, so Pittsburgh lost to Dallas. Not much else to say about that. You know. Yep. Pittsburgh then beat Washington four to three. And uh, let's. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> let's wait till. Uh, we'll talk you about can, Washington. You, can, you <laughs> can talk about Washington when we get to Washington. Uh, Casey D. Smith played very well in this game. Dude's the only reason Pittsburgh was in this game. Uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh controlled a lot of this game. They controlled it, but uh, think about the first half of that first period. Yeah. Was Washington was on it. And the third period. He made some big saves in the third as well. DeSmith. DeSmith was... Some of those toe saves. Thir- he, 31 of 34. Let's just get that Some of those there. toe saves that he made um, against Ovechkin. He had a very good yeah, game. Yeah, he had a very good game. Um... And I, I would like to give a Mike Sullivan. I know you're listening. Maybe, maybe you just play Casey DeSmith for the next couple of weeks. Jari's hurt. Jari is hurt or something. I don't know what's wrong with Jari. He is not playing well. Uh, uh, Casey DeSmith is Casey DeSmith has like one good game, one bad game, kind of feel. Hey, but that gets I will you say the tri- playoffs. I, I will say Tristan Jari played well against Colorado. I don't remember who played against Dallas. They played fine, too. Depending on the order of his good game, bad game, that gets you a series. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but, hey, look, look at it this way. Um, I would take Casey DeSmith through the entirety of the Rangers series last year, and they and Pittsburgh probably would have won that series. Yeah. And not Louis Domingue. This year it'll be Dustin Tokarski, who plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the playoffs. Well, I mean... Zakarski's more of an NHL goalie than Domingue is. I would agree with was. that. Yes, I would agree with that, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh did go up 3 to nothing going into the third period. Or uh, it was 2 to nothing going into the third. Gensel scored very early in the third period to make it 3. And I was like, sick. They got this. 
and I forgot it's this year's Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, Washington, over the course of the third period, tied the game. First of all, I love and hate Alex Ovechkin. I respect, I very much respect Alex Ovechkin. Um, uh, I hate when he scores against the Penguins. (laughs) Because uh, they drew a penalty halfway through uh, when the game was 3-1. to There, There was some penalty. And I saw the... They showed Ovechkin's reaction on the bench when they drew the penalty, and he like jumped up and was like, "Yeah!" And then he grabbed his helmet out of the trainer's hand or yeah. whoever, and put it on and scored four seconds into the power play. Yep, Jesus Christ! And um, with eight oh two, I think he passed Gordy Howe, right? Yeah, no, he's he's in. Well, Pittsburgh honored him for for yeah, passing yeah, yeah. Gordy Howe, and um. They they threw up some graphic because I, I think right. it's I think it's the first game in Pittsburgh since that happened. Gotcha. Okay. So they show Pittsburgh showed him some respect. The crowd gave him a standing go, because, right. You know it, we the Pittsburgh fans have played against, have watched their teams play against Ovechkin long enough that it has moved from hate to respect. hateful respect. Yes, because well, be like all right, yeah. Because he only needs seventy three more goals now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So they showed him respect. He gave a thumbs up and a peace sign. Yeah. Respect. Mad respect. Yeah. I Like I said, I love and hate Alex Ovechkin. I hate when he scores against the Penguins. Yeah. Because uh, he does. He has a lot. Yes, he has. Um, but, uh, th- hey, then uh, we'll talk about it later. But then uh, if Evgeny Malkin scored with, like, two minutes left in the game, and Clay will have a lot to say. Well, he'll have some to say about that in just a second. But Pittsburgh is another one of these teams in the Metro that all of their scoring was kind of spread out this week, so yep. they don't really get a top player either. Nope. Let's talk about Washington. Going 1-1-1 one, one, and one this week. Respectable. Fine. Three for eight on the power play. They started off the week by losing to Columbus, 7-6 in overtime. Oh, excuse me. That burp came out of nowhere. Is it Nick Jensen? Yes. Uh, had two goals in this game. Yes. While Milano, who I forgot was on Washington, and Osh... Oh. His burps are coming out coming of nowhere strong. for me. Uh, Milano and Oshi each had a goal and an assist yep. in that game, but lost it in overtime. They then beat the crap out of Chicago 6-1. to one, Yes. Where Ovechkin, Backstrom, and Carlson, I believe in his first game back. First game back since the injury. Had a goal and an assist. And look at John Carlson scoring a goal. At Christmas. With, for his first game back since having a fractured skull, Yep. John Carlson scored a goal. Good for Here's him. the thing. Never had a concussion. That's insane. It, it's, it's it's so weird to me it's what not. can give you a concussion. I know I don't fully understand it, but it's so weird to me what can give you a concussion and what can't. So a concussion is the bruising of the brain. Yes. So a lot of the times it's when you stop and when you're moving it's forward. It's momentum, yeah. And you stop suddenly, your brain is in a it's fluid, going, yeah. so it keeps going, and then it bruises itself against your skull. Yep. Um, so... Carlson in this scenario was standing stationary. Yeah. So and the puck just hit him in the head. The puck caved in his skull, but it didn't. Wow, that's bur- a that's a little dramatic. It, it didn't cave in his skull. It took off his ear and fractured his skull and fractured his skull. So and the, severed the temporal artery. Yeah, so by in caving his, his so yes, I'm being hyperbolic, but it still broke his brain. Yes, his, it, it broke his brain holder. Um. <laughs> What a way to say skull. Yes. It broke his brain holder. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's so he never had a concussion, and he was talking about how that was like 
he ha- he had so many like hoops to jump through to get sure. back into play, yeah, yeah. and he's just like, I feel great. This sucks that I can't like. I'm not cleared. Yeah. Um, I th- I honestly think the scariest part of that is the is the severed temporal artery. So yeah, that's because that that just makes me think of brain bleed, which is like really terrifying. So it's actually on the outside part. Mm, I guess that makes so, sense. So yeah. it's, cl- it's so it's like up it's here. like right here. Yeah, it's right past um, your. Well, I, you guys can't see, but Clay yeah. can see. Yeah, it's it's basically like right before your ear starts. Yeah, from what it's like between your think. eyebrow and your and yeah. the top of your ear. Um, and yet he had to have part of he had to have his ear kind of re- reattached. Um, yeah, and everybody thought that was the worst part of it. To me, that is the worst part of it. <laughs> I think the temporal <laughs> artery is the worst part of it, but. I don't know. Ah, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, and then they lost to Pittsburgh four to three. Dillstrom had a goal and an assist in that game. Yes. Go ahead. What happened on that last that last goal? <sighs> Washington, by the way, not not long before this goal had tied the game. Washington was surging. Pittsburgh was reeling. Um, Pittsburgh is so bad at protecting leads. I don't understand how they're this bad at protecting Were leads. they they weren't on the power play or anything like that. No, it, it just no. felt it, it was just, five, five. It just yeah. felt like they were just cuz of how Pittsburgh was playing yeah, and it was, like it was, struggling. It was 5 on 5, yeah. Uh Anthony Mantha had it was starting to push it up the blue line. I don't know how he didn't see the 57 man. 57? What are you talking about? Again, He's like 63. Evgeny Malkin is huge. I meant to say 6'7". Oh, okay. That's my bad. Well, he's not 6'7", <laughs> but he's a big, big man. The giant of a man in all black. On a completely uh, white sheet of ice, yeah. I don't know how he didn't see him trying to take the puck from him, but he, like, just just pretended that he wasn't there while he didn't have any defensive support behind him. It was steals at, it for the breakaway cleanly and just oh yeah puts just his took bottom. it right off Amantha's stick and just put it right past Kemper. I like watching the whole like at the overview is just like outlet pass to the left to Ovechkin mm-hmm. outlet pass outlet outlet, <gasps> outlet pass to literally anybody brick <laughs> yeah uh, no Ovechkin was completely open at that time yeah everyone else was. Pretty much after, covered. Well, could, oh I, I will I will say after the game was over, Clay texted me and was like, "I hate Anthony Mantha." I, I was like, "Oh, was he the one that Malkin stole the puck off of?" And then I, I watched the replay earlier today, and I was like, "Oh, it was Clay was right. Bad. That was bad." Um, because I wasn't like, I was doing something else while I was watching that game, playing video games or something. It's amazing that Verona isn't even on Detroit anymore, and Detroit He's still won that Lewis trade. Now, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's one for one. Did Verona missed an entire year due to injury and then and NHL then a, player assistance. Uh, and addiction or something, Detroit yeah. still won the trade. And then they traded him to, to St. Louis for something. <sighs> and he's actually played pretty well for St. Louis so far. He's played great for St. Louis. Yeah, I, I, I watched the replay and I was like, yeah, that was really lazy. It was, he just, just walking down the center of the ice and Malka was like, thank you. Yeah, th- and that's... That's the most frustrating thing about Mantha is because he has all the tools to be like if he when he's on he is an amazing player, but he's just one of those players from from just looking at it, not like actually knowing a person or anything like that. That he just doesn't care sometimes. He just doesn't and think about it, or like yeah. he doesn't try. 
Yeah. He just doesn't put in the effort. And it's there's you'll meet those people in every walk of life, in every career where you're like, you could be really good at your job. You just really uh, need to try harder. Just you know, try a little. Just bit. try a little bit, and you would be very good. He tries forty percent of the time. That's and, not enough. And that forty percent of the time, he's amazing. But again, it's only forty percent. Forty percent ain't enough. And the Bert talks about Bert mentioned how he. Um, is so frustrated about how Pittsburgh oh yeah can't hold a lead so it's 3 to 3 I'm kind of hopeful but it's the same back of my mind because this entire season it's like I wonder how the Capitals blow this and that's You know it was really funny I was like the Capitals are going to win this game in regulation I I was like I know this is going to happen At no point did I think the Capitals were going to win I was hoping super hard, which is what hurts the sure. most. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. oh, how are we going to blow this? Because they did it against Edmonton, I think, last year at this point. Because I remember talking about it on this podcast. So it, yeah. I, it was either yeah. at the beginning of the year this year or last year. But they did the same thing. They battled back hard, and they did something freaking stupid. And then... Well, someone did something stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, yeah, someone did something stupid, and then... The Edmonton game was they were down like three to one or four to one. They tied it four to four, and then they lost, still lost in regulation five to four. And it's just so like I wasn't surprised. Yeah. I was furious yeah. again. I was, I was furious, but I was not shocked. I was not yeah. shocked. Ugh. Yeah, that's been uh, that's been me with Pittsburgh a <laughs> lot of games this year. I'm like I'm enraged right now, but I am not surprised. No, not even surprised. Yeah. All right. Um, That's it. Strom is Washington's top player with a goal and four assists this week. He scored the tying goal against Pittsburgh. He did. Uh, as for news, most of my news is either overarching or with the Central Division. So All right. We can move on. So we'll talk about the Pacific. Anaheim's up first. They were 0-3. They were doing Anaheim things. Yeah. Hey. Just, just duck things. Just duck things. Quack, quack. Uh, 23, 40, and 10 on the season. That's 56 points. That's only 7th in the division. Yeah, still um, better than San Jose. The way San Jose has fallen off a cliff is impressive. <laughs> it really is, it's, it, honestly. It's yeah. just impressive. All right. I mean, but, Anaheim's been bad the whole year. But the Ducks. Yeah. yeah. 1-5 to five loss to Calgary. Nice. Gibson played the entire game. Poor boy. Uh, three for five on the penalty kill. They were outshot forty-three to twenty. I'm just saying, send them home. Send them to Pittsburgh in the offseason. Forty-three to twenty. God. Winnipeg. They lost two to three. Dostal was in net. That's closer. Um. Vitrano had one of their goals, and they were outshot thirty-three to twenty. Consistently getting twenty. Consistently getting twenty. They consistency, they, baby. They break. They break the mold. On this St. Louis loss, six to three. Gibson in net for all six goals. Thirty-six to twenty-five. Bless you. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, thirty-six to twenty-five. Their defense is so bad. <laughs> I've been so bad for John Gibson. Dallas, I would I want to see John Gibson on a at least halfway decent team. Dallas Eakins is such a bad coach. <laughs> Doesn't help either. Yeah. He's so bad. Um three for ten on the power play. Although I do want him to somehow coach Dallas. 
the oh team at some point, just because it would be Dallas coaching Dallas. But at that point, like something clicks and he becomes, and then they go eighty-two like, and zero. Right, somehow, exactly. Yeah. Like that's what I want. Dallas on Dallas crime. Yep. Um, <laughs> that would be if he was a bad. That's coach yeah, yeah. That'd be if he was bad. Uh, three for ten on the power play. <laughs> okay. It went one for three, one for two, and then one for five. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then 9 for 11 on the penalty kill. That's, that's not, not that worst. bad either. Yeah, yeah that's not but, that bad. So everything else was 5 on 5. That's so funny. I have a team uh, coming up in the Central where I'll read off their their uh, uh, special team stats, and I'll be like, how did they win? Oh, be- I got some because some of them are against my team, so we'll oh, get okay. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. No, they don't get a top player. Why? No. <laughs> All right, Calgary is up next, two and two this week. I actually didn't put how many games played they have left, and um, doesn't matter. Well, Calgary is they're not close, matching. but they're not they're close, but it's they're not, not good. As close. It's not good odds. No, I I don't now. think they'll do it. Um, thirty three, twenty six, and fifteen, eighty one points. That's fifth in division, and again, that's why I didn't put it because. I don't think they have a chance. I saw a meme somebody made on uh, the hockey subreddit that was like every Calgary fan right now, and it was the Randy Marsh from that one episode where he's I like, I didn't hear no bell when yeah. he's like all beat to shit. Right, but at the same time, yeah. Such a good, that's such a good episode. Yeah, of, he's uh, all South beat Park. to shit, but like he actually. He wins in the end. Exactly, yeah. and that, Calgary's not going to do that. That's with Bat Dad. Um, all right, they started their Shout week out South Park. by losing to the Kings. Eight to two. In the first period, aye, aye, aye. the Kings had more goals, or not more goals, the same amount of goals as Calgary had shots. Four. Man. Man, oh man. They got outshot 39 to 18 in the game. At no point was Calgary in it. That's still like. A fifth of those shots you let in the net, though. Mm-hmm. Eight to two. Good lord. Two different goalies. Markstrom was 20 for 26, and then Vladar was 11 for 13. The good. goalies didn't help. Nah. So nah, that means that that's a themselves. defensive problem. Yeah. Um, two, th- yeah. Three for five on that penalty kill. Doesn't help either. Mm-hmm. Next up, they... Took out any frustrations they had on Anaheim. Easy to do. Five to one. Yeah, right. Uh, easy target in Anaheim. Two to five on that uh, power play. Tyler Toffoli had three assists in that game. And I forgot they, he was on Calgary. And I already said the shooting, that was 43 to 20. There's so many players in the NHL. Just the, Tyler Toffoli made me think of this. There's so many players in the NHL that played really good for a different team yep and then signed with someone else and then they like didn't play as well like i'm sure to fully is doing great he's having a fine year but like you don't hear about him that much no because you have on calgary but and it's just like there's so many players like that though that have a really good year for like chicago and then they go to st louis and they're just like okay for St. Louis, and then you never hear about them again. Tyler Toffoli is the Flames' top points player this year. Okay, fair enough, but I don't hear anything about him, is, no, is my point. because you have you know? Huberdeau yeah. not living not up to what living he up did. To that. Yeah. 
um, in the previous year. So it's, it's just it's so interesting in the NHL. I feel like that happens more in the NHL than like other leagues. You know? Yeah. Where like somebody will play really good for Washington and then they'll go to Minnesota. And, and just be like, okay, and then everybody will forget about him. And then right. you're like, he's on Minnesota? Right. Yeah. So he's, uh, Toffoli's played 74 games this year. He's got 31 goals and 36 assists. He's their top. Holy shit, he's having a great year. He's having a great year. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah, but it's he's... Good for him. He has 30 goals? Yes. I haven't heard fucking anything about Tyler Toffoli this year. But uh, that that's kind of the thing. Calgary's kind of on. You know what? I blame you for that. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> he's just been consistent. Clay got so defensive when I said that. I've called out to Foley a couple of times. <laughs> I have a bad memory, Clay. That's fair. And we uh, drink during this. Yes, so we do. That does not help. I want to open that last beer, but I will uh, You not. have to drive home. Uh, I can give you water. No, open, we're the last beer. open the last beer. No. Do it. Do it. So you have the devil on my shoulder right now? Do it. All right. Then I've, we, been, I've been feeling like a lot of people's devil on the shoulder this week. Going at, on, they at lo- work. They lost to Vegas two to three. Okay, that's not, no shame. No, no shame. Thompson started the game. Quick finished the game. Oh, Logan Thompson's. Uh, wait, wait, what? Yep. Sorry, I fucked this up. I, I, oh, I you wrote goalies. those. You wrote the goalies, goalies wrong. I switched the goalies. Okay. I realized that. Yeah. Um, when I was finishing this. Markstrom was in net. Sorry. My B. Um, <laughs> That's okay. 29 for 32, 906. That's not the first time you've done that with goalies specifically, which oh, is really interesting. It's, it's really easy yeah. to do, especially when they're playing each other. Like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I got you. It's really easy. I got you. Um, because, like, all of, like, all of Vegas was those top players. you guys hear players. those demons downstairs? I can't. Either way, Kadri had a goal... Um, He's their top player. They outshot Vegas 44 for 32, so add another to outshooting the team by 10 and then losing. So that's 22 on the season. It's such a weird stat to, like, to like keep talking about, but, like, it's a weird stat to, to have, too, you know? Some of these stats for Calgary, they are leading the league in one point losses they are leading the league yeah. in out shooting an opponent by 10 and losing so it's very much one of those things where you could look at it and say puck luck hey run this back again and they might win they might be they might be, they might be in first yeah. in in the pacific so because it, how, how many games do you say that's 24 24 where they outshot by 10 and Let's just say they win half of that. Yeah. They could be in first in the Pacific Division. Right. You know, like... Now there's also talk about discontent between the veterans and Sutter's. Specifically Kadri. I saw somebody tweet about Kadri and Sutter is like I haven't seen button heads. I haven't know? seen anything about Kadri specifically. I haven't I got, seen anything have specific seen about like their veterans. argument. But like, yeah. I've, I've seen veterans having issues with Sutter. Um, but... So maybe they maybe they decide to run this back, and maybe they maybe it goes great, and maybe it's worse than this year. So, maybe. I mean, on paper, Calgary should have a pretty good team. Yes, you know, uh, they have Huberdeau, they have Kadri. On top of that, they have Elias Lindholm still, and Lindholm is you know Markstrom's obviously having a bad year, but Lindholm is 
second on the team with 62 points. That makes sense. Um, you know, Markstrom could bounce back next year, and yeah. you know they're right back in it. Right. So I yeah. It's it's very difficult. Um, it's it, yeah, it's hard with Calgary because do you run this back? Because I think so. I think so. I think you could. I think they're. I think that these games. Um, For how many games do you say one goal loss? Like 20 something? Yeah, I think that deserves a run back. I think that deserves a run back. I I do too, but again, if there's already discontent between some of the players, that could just tank in the next season. So I guess that's true. Maybe you run it back with a different coach? I don't know because it's it's Sutter's like scheme right now. Right. So Right. But it worked really well last year. Yes. And I understand that you have the new additions of Huberto and Kadri. Maybe they're adjusting too, you know. And you can look at Huberdeau and say it, this is a historic drop-off between points. You got guess, 100 but... and some, and he has 50 now. I know, but it's a completely different team that he's on, different scheme, different playing. And I get, I cut Huberdeau a lot of slack because of those reasons. Yeah. He had 10 years on Florida. Yeah, he only played on Florida until this only year. Only played on Florida. So he had a lot of the guys on that team he knew. It took. It's going to take time for him to learn those guys, and, and he they stayed again. What he was playing with like Barkov first. last yes. year, and like, no, you know, no shade at Kadri or Lindholm, but they're not, they're not yeah. Sasha Barkov. You know, like right. he he's a better all around player than mm-hmm. both of those guys. I think I think both Lindholm and Kadri are both great players, but like they're not on the same level as Barkov either. Lindholm is a pass first guy. Yeah. So like. Hell, if you had Huberdo and Kachuk and Matthew Kachuk, yeah, Kachuk is doing great points wise. He's yeah, he's gonna break a hundred. Yep. Even if that team doesn't make the playoffs, he's still gonna break a hundred. He's yeah. still gonna break a hundred. So you have a guy like if you had Huberdo passing to Kachuk, oh my god, that'd be deadly. Oh my god, yeah, that'd be deadly. But that's just you don't not, have that. It's not how it shakes yeah. out. So you need like if they got a I, guy who's a bit less pass passy, shoot first. Shoot first and, and put him with Huberdo. Yeah, I mean it, it's something to some, look they at. They would take some time to like. I know that um, this is completely n- not in reality, but like you put Huberdo, you get Pasternak and put him with Huberdo, or or a guy like Austin Matthews. Oh, you man. know, you get Austin Matthews to center because, a line just be, with Huberdo. Because look at what he's doing with Marner. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, I none of that is reality, but like. I mean, yeah, that would be crazy to watch Huberto pass to uh, Matthews, you know. Right. Like, and Matthews is. And you no can't sp- even you can't even see that in the in the Olympics because no. they're from two different countries. So, like right now, Mitch Marner has ninety four points. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't hear a lot about that. Nope. Because he's got sixty six assists. Yep. You do not hear about the assist guys. That's no. that's been that was Joe Thornton's mo for like the longest time, is he he would score like fifteen goals but have like eighty assists. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but like I I also would say that the the best players also adjust to who they're playing with. Yeah. I mean, look at look at a, a guy like Crosby. You know, he was at the beginning of his career a very pass first kind of guy, and then they were like. You should shoot more. And then when when he was like, I worked on my shot this year. Then he scored like fifty goals. Well, like that's what everyone's waiting for for Barzal, for Barzell. Yes, it, and yeah. the Islanders. He's yeah. such a pass first like, guy. Gotta, shoot the goddamn puck. Just adjust your game a little bit. Just shoot when you 
There's, when you're open, just shoot. There's been so many times that Barzell has the shot and he tries to yeah. make a pass. And it's I, just well, like, I, I think that I think that is what um, differentiates between like a good player and like a Hall of Fame player. Right. Is like a Hall of Fame player will adjust their game to what's around them mm-hmm. and be like, so, so say like Crosby and Ovechkin. You know, they've adjusted their games to a certain extent yeah. to not like drastically, but they've been able to like, uh, Crosby has been like, oh, okay, I'll take the shot when like I am open. Yep. You know, whereas Ovechkin has been like, okay, I won't take the shot. Yes. When there's like a better option on the ice. Like, yeah, Ovechkin's a very underrated passer. Yeah. He's That's what, yeah, exactly. And both of those players are first ballot Hall of Famers. No one will argue that. He's got over 400 assists. Yeah. And, like, no one will ever say he's a pass-first guy. But, no. like, especially in his um, in his later career years, like, Ovechkin has passed more. Yeah, he and winds up. he's gotten up, more assists. And he winds it's up the for the shot. opposite with Crosby. Crosby has shot more yep. and has scored more. You know, like, so... It's just one of those. I I just think the the ability to to kind of adjust your game to the team around you is what separates. Who the fuck are we talking? Which about? is why Tyler Toffoli still in the there. League. We go. Okay. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> we lost it. We we lost it there for a second. All right. Then we are moving on to. This Edmonton. is why you're listening, though, right? Oh. Right. Right. The like fifteen people that listen or whatever. <laughs> All right. Edmonton is up next with two. Oh, and one on the week. All they right. are 41, 23, and 9. Edmonton just keeps winning. Yes, they do. Most of most of their games. 91 points. They are third in the in the division right now. They beat San Jose in overtime. Oh, sorry. All of these games were overtime. Ooh. San Jose, they beat in overtime. Arizona, they beat in overtime. And they lost to Vegas in overtime. Ekholm scored a goal in the San Jose win. I don't know why I wrote his name. I don't, this might have been, like, the game-winning goal. I think it was the game-winning goal. Um, then Dreisaitl had four assists in the Arizona win. Damn. Four assists. So that's an assist on all of the goals. Yeah. Um, and they also outshot Arizona 31-17. to Yes, they did. Um, <laughs> I will say, though. That did go to overtime. Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. You Skinner. outshot Arizona by that much, and it still went to overtime. Well, one, think of Arizona's goalies, and think of Edmonton's true. defense. True, true, true. <laughs> true. Yeah, but like, um, your biggest trade at the deadline was to get Ekholm, and that was partly to, pre- to prevent yeah, these things from happening. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying. And they won. Um, they did win, and they did win in the end. So. So, last up is the overtime loss to Vegas. 3-4 overtime loss. Dreisaitl had a goal and assist. They were 50% on both the power play and the penalty kill um, in that game. Mm-hmm. One for two. Th- uh, three for nine on the power play. And then four for six on the penalty kill on the week. <laughs> Jeez. Not good. Um... Dreisaitl is their top player of the week with one goal and seven assists. Yeah. For a guy that's not known for assisting that, that much, German boy is pretty good. He's got 45 goals on the season. That that leader hose and wearing German boy is pretty good. And I will say McKinnon hit 60 goals. I really hope for the next Olympics um, 
the NHL players go. Oh, yeah. Because I think Germany might be an underrated team. Yeah. I don't think they'll win a medal, but I, I think they might be able to surprise a team. You got Stuchla, you got Dreisaitl. That's what you I'm have saying. Grubauer That's what I'm saying. Like, you Pass have, that? No idea. You but. have Mo Sider on defense. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that's could, like that's a you know, that's a halfway decent mm-hmm. Olympic team because like you could you could make the tournament the yes. the medal tournament with that team yes, with just could. those four guys just based on who you else would you be playing like you you're not it. you're not gonna catch up to like well God only knows if Russia will be there based on what they're doing yes. outside of hockey. But, like, you're not going to be, like, U.S. and Canada or Sweden and no. Finland. But, like, you could make some upsets could, here yeah, and there. Yeah, you could maybe be one of those teams. All right. Next up is Los Angeles. Three. The Kings. Oh. Three and oh this week. Look at them. They are a good team. They are. 43, 20, and 10 on the season. They have 96 points. And that's second in the division. They're... I don't know how many points away they are from clinching, but like, there's a lot of teams that'll probably be clinching this next week. Yes. Yeah. Um, they started off by beating Calgary eight to two, like I talked about. Phoenix Copley saved sixteen for eighteen. Not great, but you know. Oh. Um, outshot them thirty nine to eighteen. Adrian Kempe had two goals and an assist. They were two for five on the power play, three for four on that penalty kill. Next up is a four one. Um, win against Winnipeg with Corpus Salo in net. Drew Dowdy had a goal and an assist. And then St. Louis, 7-6. to six. Yeah. That wild, was wild Back game. and forth. Yeah. This is the power play game that Burt was mentioning. Yep. Where? <laughs> yeah. Where? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the Kings were 4 for 5 on the power play. Insane. An insane mark. 4 for 5 on the power play. 0 for 2 on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal. Jesus Christ. What was this game? (laughs) This was one of those games that's just like defense was optional. The goalies were barely there. It's one of those games that's really fun to watch as a fan. But like after after it's over, you look at, especially if if you're a fan for one of those teams, you're like, boy, that was a bad game. And think about, uh, this is not the first time that these kinds of games have happened for the Kings. Because remember, like, Cal, Cal Peterson got kicked at, like, yeah. waved after I one heard. of these games against San Jose. Or not San Jose, Seattle, where it was, like, 9-8. to eight. Um, So, if the Kings want to win the Cup... They, this can't, g- they can't be doing shit like that. This game has got to go. Because, again, this is, like, the third or fourth time. I mean, hey, power play-wise... Sick. Oh, great. Penalty kill Otherwise, bad. Penalty kill wise, what are you doing? What do you think, Ruth? Um, so, yeah, like... Good input. This is like the third or fourth time this season they've had one of these games. Yeah, one of those track meet games. Yeah. yeah. Um, those don't necessarily happen. Uh, Victor Arvinson had two goals and assists in that I game. I mean, I've seen them happen in the playoffs, but... And they're it's, rare. It's not normal. Yeah. You're normally not getting five penalty... Uh, power plays. No. So, so yeah. Uh, 7 for 12 on the power play. 7 for 12 on the power Well, yeah, that St. Louis game helps a lot. So they were 2 for 5, then 1 for 2, and then 4 for 5. It's so funny when my dog flaps your ears. Weird. You can hear it. Yeah. Uh, and then 
eight for twelve on the penalty kill. Yeah. Adjusted nine for twelve, but still like adjusted nine for twelve ain't that bad. No, no. Uh, Victor Arvidsson is their top player with five goals and two assists in those three games. Next up is San Jose. God, we've already this. said it. Yeah. Tied for worst team in the league. Oh, two and one. Are they officially tied for worst team in the league? Yeah, they are. Um, oh, two and one. That's a that's a shame for being has, tied. Has Columbus won twenty games yet? Pulling it up right now. Because I know San Jose hasn't. I feel like San Columbus has. Yeah, San, Columbus has twenty three wins. San Jose has nineteen. Oh, they are tied. Because San Jose has so many loser points. Yup. Oh my god. Oh two and one this week, so they added another one. Nineteen thirty nine and fifteen. That's... Fifteen. I think that's the most. No, Calgary also has fifteen. Yeah, that's that's. Part... Dallas has fourteen. I'm just looking at the standings. I think right they lead Calgary. Another one of those yeah. uh, bad stats they lead in is overtime losses. So. Yeah, Calgary and San Jose are tied for the lead in overtime losses with fifteen, yep. and uh, the closest team behind them is Dallas with fourteen. And then the closest after that, I think, is 10. Right. It's crazy. Or no, I'm sorry. It's 13 with Arizona. All right. So Edmonton, overtime loss, 4-5. to five. Uh, Eric Carlson had two goals in that game. It wasn't enough. Um, Reimer saved four, 47 of 52 shots. What's going on there? Edmonton outshot uh, San Jose 47-32 to 32 in that game. 47-32. That's a lot of shots. Sorry. Sorry. I'm wrong. Clay messed up his notes. 32 was right for shots that Edmonton took. 32 was right for the amount of shots San Jose took. Edmonton took 52 shots, not 42. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's way worse. Um. So the fact that San Jose sends this to overtime is amazing. Yeah, I mean, truly, yeah. Carlson had two goals. Then they lost to Vancouver. I feel like Carlson specifically might be the only reason they have all of those overtime losses. Carlson is on pace for 100 points. I, that's insane. He might win the Norris just because of that, which is which is really stupid. But Him or Hughes? Um, uh, Quinn Hughes? Yeah, Quinn yeah. Hughes, because he is... Um, that would be that would be crazy for them to give the Norris to a team that isn't even close to making the playoffs. Give me a second uh, for a couple I, of things. I, uh, Carlson, uh, he has ninety points right now. Yeah, he could hit. He could hit a hundred very easily. Hughes, Quinn Hughes has sixty nine points. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, give me his plus minus. It's a bad. No. Oh. For a team who is minus twenty five, Quinn Hughes is like plus eleven. Wow. Something like that. That's actually pretty impressive. There was there was yeah. a there was a big argument about. Um, it, it's it's not showing me right now. So if you could look up Quinn Hughes's plus minus. Yeah, I'm on it. Um. 
there's a big argument about how like Quinn Hughes was a defensive liability for Vancouver. We'll get to that, but um, his plus minus like for a team that is again like minus twenty five, his plus minus is uh, very good. So he's not a defensive liability if his plus minus is above what the overall I mean, plus, teams is. Uh, to be fair, plus minus is kind of a dubious pl- yes stat. Yes, plus minus if overall is a dubious stat, but if you were individually looking at a player versus what the team is overall, I think it's a very good metric. Or not very good, but it is a better metric. Yeah, I'm not saying it's wor- a worthless stat, but right. like it can kind of be overinflated yes. to a certain extent. He's he's plus 17. He's plus 17 yeah. on a team whose overall plus minus. Five goals, 64 assists. Yeah. Look at him. Wow. He's a point-per-game player, actually. If your team is minus 25 overall... Uh, yeah, yeah. And you're plus 17, you're not the problem. This is a... Uh, just because I'm looking at his stats specifically, this is the most points he's had in a single season. He's yeah. already eclipsed last year, no, which do- was his high water He's doing before. great. Yeah. But there was recently a thing where he was getting criticized for his defensive... Efforts. Yeah, I don't know if that's right. You know, it, and that's, I mean, that's it, what I'm saying. To to be uh, to be super sure, you have to look at the other metrics like Corsi and stuff like yeah. that, and you have to take them all into account. But like, but and then there's the eye test kind of thing. Yeah, and metrics aren't perfect in hockey. But like, just saying that just because he's an offensive defenseman that he yeah. doesn't play good defense is not no, true. No, because that can be not true for a lot of a lot of players. You know, even Carlson, that's not necessarily true. Mm. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Necessarily. True. I don't think he's as bad at defense as for Car- Carlson yes. specifically as um, some people are like. Well, Lindholm. He's ju- he, yeah. Not Lindholm. Um, who's the dude on Anaheim right now? Klingberg. He's not. It's well, not Klingberg. He's on Minnesota now, but yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's not Klingberg. He's not Klingberg. You know, Klingberg was terrible. He was on a bad team, admittedly, but he was like a minus like twenty seven or something like even that. Even on so. even on Dallas, he was like, it's just like yeah, you put him. No, on he was offense. not good. Yeah, he was not good. You put defense, yeah. you put a defense. You put a good defensive player next to him, and then you put Klingberg on. But and but that's kind of how points. it goes a lot of the times. You know, like you have a really good offensive. Uh, defenseman, and then you you just put a really good defensive defenseman with him. The o- the best defensive th- for the only player I can think of that nobody would ever question offense and defense on defensive wise is like Lindstrom. Yeah, is like Nick Lindstrom. But so for Quinn Hughes, the best defensive partner he's had all year was Luke Shen. <laughs> That's saying a lot. The best defensive partner that's, he's had. That is Shen. saying a lot. So the fact yeah. that he's plus 17. I think that's impressive. Yes. That's impressive right. enough. But we're not talking about Vancouver. Are we still talking about San Jose? We're finishing up talking about Good San Jose. Good lord. We're just... These 9.5% beers are sending us on some tangents. Alright, yeah. The 2-7 to seven loss against Vancouver. That's why this started. There we go. Um... Reimer was 14 for 21, which is good for 6.66%. Um... Somebody pointed that out after he was like, oh, Jesus said I should hate I LGBTQ shouldn't, shouldn't wear people. a jersey for Pride Night, yeah. whatever. Um, this is another game where it's not fully special teams, it's like what's going on, but mm-hmm. each team had a shorthanded goal. 
That's pretty nuts. That doesn't happen a lot. Um, San Jose was over two on the power play, shorthanded, shorthanded goal against, but mm-hmm. they were five for five on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal. So yeah, so here six we are. for five, really. Yep. yep, six for five, and then negative one for two. It washes. Um, finishing up, we've talked about the Calgary game, three for five loss. There, Eric Carlson had two assists. They were negative one for seven on the power play. Negative one for seven, but ten for nine on the penalty kill. I love the negative for a power it's play. It's real. It's a, it's such a funny thing to mention. Um, ten for nine. On the, San Jose was perfect. Not even perfect. Better than perfect on the penalty kill. Oh this yeah, because I got that short angle. What the hell? Uh, sometimes a really bad team <laughs> just has like one specific part of the game that they're, they're good great at. at. Yeah. Eric Carlson is their top player. He's it's got... really funny that they're better at shorthanded than they are 5-1-5. Five five. He... Two goals, three assists. That Again, he's sense. got 90 yeah. points on the season. I mean, I hope he hits 100. That'd I do be, too. That'd be cool. I think that'd be the first time a, a defenseman hits hit 100 in a in while. In a while. Yeah. yeah. Alright, moving on to Seattle. 2-0-1. Oh, they are good. 40 24 I need them to solidify eight. that playoff spot. I want Seattle to be in the playoffs. points. They're fourth overall. They're in the playoff spot, the first wild card spot. They beat Dallas 5-4 to four in overtime. I desperately want to go to Seattle and go With to a game. Brandon Tanev getting two goals and an assist in that game. Against we should go together. It's such a big trip. Uh. <laughs> I know, but each of us soon will have a reason to go to Seattle. Yes. You to see your brother and me to see my friend. Um, then they lost to Nashville in a shootout, yeah. one to two. Yeah. Technically, Dackard was four, uh, twenty-four for twenty-five. ESPN didn't actually like put up his stats. I had to like look. Um, so I don't have, I, I haven't, I don't have a percentage for him. I hate ESPN. Dylan Sprong had the one goal. He's having a good year for Seattle. Um, he has like nineteen goals, I think. Then. It was a away and away at Nashville, seven to two. Nashville, they, sorry, they beat Nashville seven to two. So oh, after good. Lo- oh, good, 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 good. After losing, because Nashville's it, trying to lose at this point. After losing like. in that shootout, they 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 beat him bad. Um, they outshot him thirty nine to sixteen. Eli Tolvanen, uh, scoring on his former team in Nashville, yeah, twice. Yeah. Scoring twice on his former team. He had one goal in like half the season and gets traded. He has like ten goals since yeah, he just didn't click in uh he um, just didn't click in Nashville, but he has Eli's clicked score of Iden. Yeah. Um and yeah, so Jared McCann is their top player, two goals, three assists in that time. <sighs> Shout out Ron Hextall. Yep, doing for great for not having that guy on the Penguins anymore. Why would you have him on the Penguins? Tolvinen, he's played that's that's not right. That's his total. Oh. He's played. You don't know how many games he's played for Seattle. There's no way he's played 38 games for Seattle. Uh, maybe. He might have played 38 games for right. Seattle. Played 38 games for Seattle. He's got 15 goals. <sighs> Baby. He Look at him he, clicking in Seattle. Yeah. It was I, immediate, too. I Well, I hope Seattle doesn't become Vegas. Because people hate Vegas for various reasons at this point. Um, I I dislike them be- for how they treat players. They seem to go out and get the new shiny piece. Yeah, that's what exactly. They want. It doesn't um, seem like 
I don't, I don't like that because at the end of the day, you kind of remember players are people. Yeah. Like, they're not just, like, commodities, you know? Right. And I think people forget that a lot with sports, and that's not just hockey. That's any sport. No, that's all sports. And it's just like, they're people. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, they can they might see what you're saying right and it might affect them but like so i hope seattle i i like what seattle's doing i like the team yep. that they've put together i'm really mad that Jared McCann and Brandon Tanev are both on seattle <laughs> when they could have still been on pittsburgh um yeah i mean whoops sorry uh Eli Tolovainen that was a really good addition yep. from waivers i think Yes, I think Nashville waived sorry, him. Sorry, it was waivers. I thought it was trade. No, no it was waivers. Him. Yeah, Nashville, right. Nashville waived him. Thirty-eight and that was, does make sense now. That was after like uh, this is the thing. Like you don't talk about, um, or you. This is the thing in hockey, uh, internet culture where you're like, oh my god, this prospect is the fucking best. He's coming over from Europe. He's gonna light up the league. I saw so many Nashville fans say that about uh, Tolovainen. Yep, and like he did okay for Nashville in in but like this year thirteen in thirteen games for Nashville Mm -hmm. he had two goals two assists. Okay, and they waved him. That's not that's not even that bad, really. Uh, That's like that's okay depth numbers, right? But, like, uh, then they're like, okay, wave him, send him down to the minors. Maybe he can get more time. I mean, he's still a young guy. But then Seattle picks him up. I didn't need you to ask plus minus. I needed to just not be an idiot. Huh? For Quinn, for Hughes. I, oh, I, you found it. I Otherwise, just needed to not be an idiot. Looking, yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Um, so then Tolovainen goes to Seattle, and he just gels with yep. whatever their playing style is or the minutes he's getting, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, look, he's got 15 goals with Seattle. And then Nashville's just, like, sitting there holding their dick, like... He's got 25. Oh. He's got 25 you know. points in 38 games. That's pretty good. 15 points. That's pretty assists. good. Yep. That's pretty good, you know. All right. Finished up with uh, Seattle because... Nope. Jared McCann is their top player. Two goals, three assists. I might have already said that. Shout out drawing heads because yep. tall. Finishing up with Vancouver. Three and one. Hey, that traditional that. That traditional season. late season Vancouver giving your fans hope. Yep. Uh, 34, 34, and 5. Um, that's not even that bad of a record. 73 points. That's 6th in the division. They started by losing to Vegas 3-4. to four. Demko in net there. JT, JT Miller, 1 goal and 2 assists. I desperately want Vancouver to be good. Yeah. It, it just because, like, they were one of the teams outside of Pittsburgh that I, like, glommed on to for right. some reason. Just because I like the, the name of their city, Vancouver. I was like, that's a cool name. And their aesthetic. Their and Their logos, aesthetic, their logo is an orca nice. breaking through the ice, you know, like. Plus that black, the flying skate is yeah. in black. Is and sick. it's just like, I just, I Desperately want them to be good. Then they beat San Jose seven to two. Yay! Already talked about uh, their shots were pretty much the same, but Demko in net there. Uh, Connor Garland two, one goal, one assist in that game. Um, then they beat Dallas three to one. Demko was twenty five for twenty six there. That's a pretty impressive win, honestly. It was. Yeah. Brock, Brock Besser gets the game winner at so one goal. Um, Four for four in that penalty kill with a shorthanded goal. 
they have overtaken or they're either overtaken or tied with um, Edmonton for most shorthanded goals. That's, ins- that's on the crazy. Season. They were hold on, I'll look it up. They were right there when I talked about it two weeks ago and yeah. they scored oh, two you're more. right. Yeah, you're right. They scored two more this week. Problem is they gave up two this week as well. Then they beat Chicago four to two. Uh Delia was in net there, twenty nine for thirty one saves, four t- nine three five save percentage. Elias Pedersen had two goals in that game. They were thirteen for thirteen on the pow- uh, on the penalty kill. Perfect on the penalty kill. Actually, fifteen for thirteen. Oh, because they got those two shorthanded goals. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is the best Vancouver's ever done all season. <laughs> That's insane. Again, they are historically bad on the penalty <laughs> kill between this season and last season. That's so funny. Trochet has actually turned some things around for this team. Yeah, I do. Right? Yeah. Crazy. JT Miller is their top player with three goals and four assists. Sorry, I'm trying to look up their shorthand goals thing that you were saying NHL.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last up is Vegas. Vegas went 3-0 this week. Perfect. 46, 21, and 6. 98 points, first in the division, beating Vancouver Vancouver 3-4 with Jonathan Quick in net. Uh, Pavel Dorfiev had the game-winning goal in that game. I'm sorry, I, I hate to interrupt you. Vancouver is in first place with shorthanded goals. They weren't. They aren't tied. They took it. Nope. All right. Cool. They are 14, 14. on the season, yep. ahead of Edmonton with 13. Gotcha. There it is. Because last I saw, last I looked at, they both had 12. Nope. And this and, week Vancouver overtook it. They're in first place. Yes. Okay. It was that one on Sunday. Yeah. Nope. Saturday. Whatever. Saturday. Whenever it was. Yep. Saturday. Saturday. Look, we're. We've been drinking a bunch of nine and a half beers. Pavel Dorfiev had the game winning goal two and a half against of those nine Van and a half, so. Vancouver. Then they beat Calgary three to two. Gotta go back to Calgary. People Thompson was in net going thirty seven for thirty-nine, but then quick finished the game, going five for did, five. Why? Did Thompson get hurt? Yes. Oh good. Um he came back for a game and now he's hurt again. Ugh, um that sucks. Amadio had the game-winning goal in that game. I believe it's Michael Amadio. I'm not. I'm I think not it's. Sure. I think it's Michael. Sure. They out. They were outshot by Calgary, 44-32. I already mentioned that. They finished the week by beating Edmonton in overtime again. Pacific on Pacific violence. Talk about all this. Uh, Bressois was in net here. Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel had one goal and two assists. He's turned it up since uh, a few weeks ago when everybody was when like, he he's got, bad. When he got called out, he started back up. It's maybe They should just happen. call him out every couple of weeks. Um, power play was one for seven. Fine, uh, whatever. That's, yeah, that's okay. Uh, penalty kill was three for six. Oh. <laughs> one for two all three games. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Jack Eichel is their top scoring player with one goal and three assists. Much less news here compared to the Atlantic. Chris Tanev for Calgary is day-to-day with an upper body. He missed the last game of this week, so we'll see what he does going forward. 
Um, Blake Lazat for the Kings got suspended for one game for a cross-check during the Edmonton game. It should have been two. If if you think A.J. Greer should have been two, Lazat should have been two as Lizotte well. Lazat should have yeah. been three. Um, <laughs> I didn't see a replay of that. Was it that bad? Lazat went out of it. Like, Lazat was skating to his bench. Morrissey stepped in front, and, and Lazat cross-checked him in the face. Like, there was no back and forth beforehand he like went out of his way to cross check him in the face I see. and then appleton jumped him which i respect appleton for um because his he, name makes me laugh because you gotta stand up for your guy apple in it um yeah no respect respect but yeah like what the hell is that I, it's just one of those like weird brain farts where you're like i'm gonna attack this guy remember that calgary player that cross-check the ref jay boatmeister yes yeah. i do remember that was yeah. it jay boatmeister it was well they they argued that jay boatmeister was like out of it oh he was totally concussed um and he was skating to the bench and if you watch the video i kind of see where they're coming from where he didn't know what was going on and the ref kind of just got in his way and he cross-checked the ref yep. and he was suspended for 10 games 10 games i think it Maybe got knocked down to five. No, was it not? It was not. It was ten he, games. The he was time. he was concussed for that entire time anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yep. But um, well, suspension wise, it doesn't matter. But no, uh, it does, yeah. Pro- difference is you don't get paid. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought of that exact same thing because that was what happened. Yeah, he was going to the bench because he was hurt, and the ref he just didn't realize it was a referee in front of him, yep. and he just cross checked him. Yep. And it, it watching the video back, you're like, oh yeah. Well, like you're looking at it, it's just like, oh, he's not in the right mind. And now it's like he doesn't know what he's doing. Um. All right. Next up is San Jose. Johnson is day to day with an undisclosed injury. He's missed a game this week, so we'll see where he goes. Okay. Um. For Vancouver, Noah Juleson, day-to-day with the lower body. I don't know who he is. I've heard that name before. Again. Or I've seen that name before. He's missed a couple of games. For Vancouver, Alec Martinez, Logan Thompson, Vegas. Riley Smith. Vegas. You said Vancouver. I said Vancouver. You're right. I, for Vegas. Martinez, Thompson, and Smith are all out for it undisclosed amount of time for undisclosed reasons except for martinez which are personal but still undisclosed that's no good <laughs> who knows what oh, god i hope thompson is not uh hurt again i i hope it's not serious because he's missed like a good chunk of this year massive chunk of this and, year. and before he got injured he was playing pretty well for vegas too. he's always played pretty yeah. well for vegas especially getting this close to the playoffs mm-hmm. i hope it's nothing serious all right, let's finish things off with the Central Division, and we're starting with the tank part of this division. Chicago? Arizona. Okay, fine. Going 0-2-1 this week. They lost to Winnipeg 2-1. Nothing else to say about that game. They lost to Edmonton in overtime 4-3, as Clay already mentioned. Clayton Keller had two goals in that game, while uh, Schmaltz had two assists. Mm-hmm. They lost to Colorado 3-1. Where they were outshot thirty to eighteen in that game. That's about it. To say about that. And then they lost Colorado again. This time in a shootout, four to three. Yep. So a little bit more respectful. Uh, but hey, you would you? Oh, I'm sorry. They went 
02 and 2. This is where I messed up with my notes. Gotcha. Uh, my bad for that. Um, you would say, oh, they didn't win a game this week, so clearly they don't have a top player. Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller had four goals and an assist this week. He became the top single-season points-getter for Arizona. He's having a really good year. Since they moved to Arizona. Yeah, he's I having think, a very good year I think for he's Arizona. their first 30-goal score, goal scorer since I, they moved. Well, I don't know about that. I, I keep going. I'll look it up. Okay, you look it up. Look up how many points Clayton Keller has, too. Uh, moving on to Chicago. Speaking of tank, went 0-4 this Ooh. week. Losing to Colorado 5 to nothing. Clayton Keller has 80 points, 36 80 goals. points. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was 80 or 90 points. It was, he sorry, year. he's the highest points getter in a single season. The goals, I don't know about. Continue, sorry. Okay. Uh, losing to Colorado, Chicago lost to Colorado five to nothing to begin off their week. Then they lost, excuse me, to Washington six to one. Then they lost to Minnesota three to one, and then they lost to Vancouver four to two. Yep. They uh, let's not talk about Colorado anymore. Nope. They do not have a top player. Or I'm sorry, Chicago. Uh, Colorado is up next. They went three and one this week. They were. Five for ten on the power play this week. Five for ten. They beat Chicago, as I just mentioned, five to nothing in their first game of the week. Malgin had a had two goals and an assist in that game, while Miko Rotnin had a goal and assist, and Georgiev got the shutout with twenty-seven saves. They lost to Pittsburgh five to two, where uh, Pittsburgh controlled most of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT Comfer had a goal and an assist in this game, so he factored in on both goals. Colorado beat Arizona, as I just mentioned, 3-1, yep. to one, where McCarr had a goal and two assists. He factored in on all three goals in this game, while McKinnon had a goal and two assists as well, and Nachushkin had two assists. So it was three guys doing all of the scoring and, and or assisting in wow. that game Yeah, for Colorado. And then they beat Arizona 4-3 in a shootout where Mika Rotnin had a goal and an assist. And Nichushkin had the only short, uh, shootout goal in the 14th round Jesus Christ. of the shootout. Very long shootout. That is crazy. Nichushkin and McKinnon each had a goal and four assists on this week for uh, uh, tied for being their top player. Dallas is up next going 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Losing to Seattle 5-4 to four in overtime, as Clay already mentioned. Jamie Benn had a goal and two assists, while Pavelski and Heiskanen each had a goal and an assist. Pit, uh, Dallas then beat Pittsburgh 3-2, to two, where mm-hmm. um, Jason Robertson had two assists in that game. And then they lost to Vancouver to finish off the week 3-1. to one. Yep. Jamie Benn is their top player of the week with two goals and two assists. Page flip. Minnesota, 2-0-1 on the week. They beat New Jersey 2-1 in overtime to begin the week. Matthew Boldy had the overtime game winner. Losing to Philadelphia next up in a shootout 5-4. Matthew Boldy again had two goals in that game, while Joel Erickson-Eck had two assists. Minnesota beat Chicago to finish off the week 3-1. Three of these goals in this game, three of the four goals were unassisted. Wow. Two by Minnesota, one by Chicago. Wow. that That's so many. Protect the puck. Both teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I One of them was by Ryan Reeves. 
That's crazy. Which is insane. He scored his, what, fifth goal of the season? Something like that, yeah. And uh, I just remember seeing that in the stat line. Um, but it's so weird to have so many unassisted goals. Yeah. Yeah. That means somebody turned it over to that guy and they, and scored, they scored immediately. Which is Malkin, unassisted. <laughs> Bringing it back to Washington. Ugh. Gustafson is actually Minnesota's top player of the week, going 2-0. and yep. So he played two of the three games. Oh, 9-6 goals against and a 9-72 save percentage. He's what a week by Gustafson. What's really funny about Minnesota, both of those goalies are from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury and Philip Gustafson mm-hmm. were both drafted by Pittsburgh. Yeah. <sighs> if only you kept them. Uh, right. Uh, Nashville is up next going 2-2. Two and two. They were 11 for 15 on the penalty kill this week. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. They beat Buffalo 7-3 to three to begin the week. Where oh, only good game. Even Je- Jellista, who I think I mentioned last week, too, who has a name that I'm not 100% sure I'm saying correctly, had two goals and two assists in this game. Wow, good for him. Go- going along with uh, Rafi- oh, Harvey Pinard with, yeah. with, like, who is that guy that is and scoring these points? Story. Yeah. Uh, Matt Duchesne had two goals and an assist in that game, while three other players for Nashville had two points in mm-hmm. that game. They beat Seattle next up in a shootout 2-1, to one, where Duchesne and Tom Sino scored in the shootout. Yep, yep, yep. They lost to Seattle 7-2, to two, yep. where they were outshot 39-16. to 16. I just wrote Tomasino. I did not write what he did in that game. While <laughs> I did Duchesne, that with Heckholm. <laughs> while Duchesne and Barry each had a goal and an assist in that game. And then they lost to Toronto 3-2 to two to finish off their week. Tyson Barry, who got traded to Nashville at the trade deadline, had two goals and four assists this yep. week. St. Louis, who is the team I talked about, uh, went 2-1-1 one and, one and were 8-for-14 on the penalty kill. Jesus Christ. Which really begs the question, how did they win any games? And then you realize that four of those power play goals were in the L.A. game. Yep, which they didn't win. So Which makes, they did not win. Which makes sense. <laughs> but it was a closer game than you might think, as we already went over. They lost to Detroit to begin their week, 3-2 to two in a shootout. Not much else to say for St. Louis in that game. They then beat Detroit 4-3 to three in regulation, yep. where Robert Bortuzzo... Of all players, had two assists in that game. St. Louis then went on to beat Anaheim 6-3, where they outshot Anaheim 36-25, as I believe Clay already mentioned. Yes, they did. Uh, Braden Shen and Kasperi Kapanen, who's playing very well for St. Louis. Yes, he is. Had two goals and an assist each in that game. Wow. Well, Colton Perrieko had three assists and three players... Three other players had two points for St. Louis in that game. Let's talk about how Jacob Vrana is just scoring. Yeah, Jacob Vrana. Jacob Vrana and Kasperi Kapanen went to St. Louis and all of a sudden are just like playing. You know what? Throw Sammy Blay in there too. Yep. They just like went back to either went to St. Louis for the first time or in Sammy Blay went back to St. Louis and have just been playing way better for the teams than they were playing before. And their St. Louis's final game of the week was the game we already spoke about, where they lost to L.A. 7-6, to where they were 1-for-5 on the penalty kill. Ah, uh, boy. Robert Thomas. 2-for-2 two two on the power play. I did not write that down. 2-for-2 two two on the power play. Robert Thomas and Sammy Blay each had two assists in this game, while uh, Jordan Cairo had two goals, and Buchnevich and Falk each had a goal and an assist. 
Shen and Blay are their top players of the week. Shen having three goals and three assists, while Blay had two goals and four assists, but each having six points. Weird. Yeah. Weird week for St. Louis. Oh, uh, two for two on the power play, but gave up a shorthanded goal. So one for two. Yeah. yeah. Winnipeg is our final team that we're talking about this week, going two and one, beating Arizona two to one to begin off their week, then beating Anaheim three to two, where they outshot Anaheim thirty-three to twenty, as Clay already mentioned. Lowry had a goal and an assist for Winnipeg in that game, and then losing to LA four to one to finish off their week. Yeah. But hey, Connor Hellebuck played pretty well this week, playing He's the only one who played pretty well. Sure. Playing all three games, going two and one with a 2.00 goals against and a 9.23 save percentage. There's rumors that the coach is having trouble motivating the veterans in Winnipeg's Oh, no shit. Yeah, right. Well, Winnipeg is in this weird spot where they, well, I guess it's not that weird, but they had a really good beginning of the year, Mm -hmm. and then they've kind of been like just kind of treading water for the rest of the season, and they have a playoff spot. But, but Nashville has games in hand, that's and they're true. only like four points out max. But like you would think Nashville should be trying to lose. But Nashville's also kind of losing with how they did this week. So we'll see. That's true. We'll see what happens in these last couple of games. But it's, it's yeah. I'm not going to talk about the West because it's pretty solid. We'll see what na- happens. We'll with see. Nashville. Nashville's the only team that's kind of in spitting distance in yeah. the playoffs bar and right now. They're playing like crap, but so yeah. is Winnipeg. That's so, true. That's true. Winnipeg is not playing. If well. one th- this week, notwithstanding, Winnipeg's not playing well. If either. one team picks it up and the other one doesn't, that's the switch. Yeah. Or in ca- in the case of Nashville and Winnipeg, or Winnipeg, not the switch because yeah. they'll keep the spot. Yeah. Um, this episode has already run long, but what's two more minutes uh, since we've been talking about goalie goals? I have news to talk about. Oh shit! All right, continue. My bad. How dare you? I. Who cares? Colorado signed Jared Bednar to a, a new three-year contract. That is their coach, by the way. Yes, it's good. Uh, much deserved it's for deserved. him. It's uh, deserved. They kept with him when they sucked. That's true. Yeah, he coached them when they had historically their worst year ever. When they were And rebuilding. then, like, two years later, they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So, you know. It's like five years later or whatever. Was it? Yeah, there was, was time. It? it was time. Was there time? I don't know. Time is an illusion. Time is a construct of the human mind. Uh, Fanatics is taking over oh, for Adidas fucker. I forgot for uh, jerseys and whatever. Jesus Christ. Uh, on a 10-year deal, I believe, starting next year, much to the chagrin suck. of everyone, including Clay. Uh, I've never actually... I don't think I've ever bought anything from Fanatics, um, but I have heard the quality is pretty poor. My one... So my Wilson jersey is a Fanatics jersey, mm-hmm. um, and the nameplate for Wilson started peeling off back back right corner, and yeah. I actually, that, I've heard that a lot about. I Fanatics sewed it back jerseys. on. Yeah. I sewed the entire like I took white white thread and I sewed the entire thing back on, so it looks fine. Uh, <laughs> um, but you shouldn't have to do that. No, I should yeah. not, especially um, when you pay like a hundred twenty bucks for a jersey. I I. I, I will say I think it would be really funny fin- if if fin- if the patches on the actual jerseys while they're playing start to fall off. So from what I saw, that the factory that the jerseys I the, have to assume the that they ice, will the do on, better with on ice. The on ice product 
the factory is not changing from the Adidas factory that's going on right now. Okay, then so it, that won't same. change. But the like on ice product will not. The change. jerseys it's people buy, yeah, from retail will probably be and it's worse. It's not just the jerseys because uh, Fanatics, I'll be, I'll Fanatics be totally owns honest. the hat market. They own Fanatics basically has a monopoly on everything. So yeah. a lot of these team stores that you go to are Fanatics. I'll be totally honest. I think owning jerseys is overrated. I, I I will say as a per, I own two jerseys. Yeah. I own a Lemieux jersey and I own a Kessel jersey. Um, I never wear them though. Gr- growing like since I've gotten older, yeah, less interested in getting jerseys yeah, and too. stuff like yeah, that. But at the same, uh, excuse me. At the same time, Washington just did uh, unveiled their uh, cherry blossoms like warm up jerseys. Oh my god, that's so sick! It's so sick. I'm Krieger, not Krieger son, my cherry blossoms. It's it's not gonna like I'm not gonna get it. Yeah, but well, apparently because um, it's also only available in the, the team store. Reverse retros are not gonna be a thing they're anymore done. either. No, they were already because a, that was an Adidas thing, not a Fanatics thing. Right, and that so they they were already limited quality. Yeah, like once they sold out, they sold out. That looking was at it. looking at you, Tampa Bay, Which was limited stupid. quality. Stupid. Um. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, not just Clay is mad about that. Most of the hockey fandom is kind of. I mad have a, about I that. have a couple hats. I like it's hats are like whatever though. Like, but they're still it's, hats don't get as much wear and tear as like a jersey does. No, right? so I mean even jerseys shouldn't get that much wear and tear if you're just wearing them like out for a day. I guess that's true. I guess that's you're not true. rolling yeah. around in anything. I, yeah, you shouldn't be wearing a jersey all the time unless oh. you're people in Pittsburgh going to church. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Maybe now that Fanatics is, like, the spot, the creator of jerseys for the NHL, maybe their quality will get better. I doubt But it. I would doubt it. Um, there's more Pride Night debacles going on. Chicago canceled their Pride Night, um, to, they said to, quote, unquote, protect uh, that does look pretty cool. Right? Yeah, that okay. does look pretty cool, I will say. He showed me the Cherry Blossom jersey. Um, uh, Chicago canceled their Pride Night, uh, in their words, to protect their Russian players because Russia Russia is crazy and they enacted an anti, uh, anti-LGBTQ um, I will, law in their country. Yes, but, yes, yes. I will put an asterisk. They didn't actually, Chicago, in this sense, did not consult the Russian players before doing it. So, okay, fair they're enough. using them as a scapegoat. So, they're just using them as a scapegoat. Um, meanwhile, mad props to Florida. Yep. Because Florida was like, fuck you guys, we're doing it anyway. Miami, yep. With, um, we're doing it anyway. So, especially, props to them. Especially in a state that's been very much anti-LGBTQ oh, right I now. Mean, also, shout out to Disney because they hosted a yep. LGBTQ summit there. Um, uh, just to just put a minute. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Get fucked, Ron DeSantis. But anyway, um, the Stahl brothers, two of which are on Florida. Eric and Eric and Mark. Martin. Um, Mark. Yep. <laughs> Martin. Yeah. Uh, came out with a statement that they were like, "We believe in uh, Christianity or whatever." So that means we have to be mean to to LGBTQ people so they're not or gonna, whatever so, dumb shit that they so said. So they didn't want to wear it. I'm over. I'm over players making this oh, oh, about them. Stop it! Stop! Stop! Okay. Um. One, 
We said that last episode. It's still trash. I don't care. It's still I'm going to reiterate blah, 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 blah. it. Mm-hmm. Our presence is known. We're going to bring it up. Yeah. <sighs> Two. Eric. Uh, Eric Stahl is already worn a Pride jer- jersey. Oh, that's and, true as and well. When, <laughs> and, when, and when they brought that... I think more than once. Yeah, and, yeah. When, and when a reporter questioned him on that, he's like, no, I've never worn a Pride jersey, and they showed him in the Pride jersey on Montreal. Oh, uh, there we oh, go. Oh, that's so <laughs> weird. Okay, let's move on from that. You guys understand where our stance is from that. My stance is never... I don't think Clay's but stance is never going to change from that, but like... But it's funny that they show it in his face. That and you know like, what? Hey, you've worn the Pride jersey. Why is it a problem now? You know, you know what is extra embarrassing for those guys, for Eric and Mark Stahl? Those Florida Pride jerseys are fucking so sick. sick. They're awesome. Um, they look so good. Also, it's it's one of those things. Just like, oh man, this this Provorov thing won't be anything. It, like, there won't it's be a, into a whole. There won't thing. be a snowball effect. Whatever. Um, for Buffalo, Elliot Labushkin has yes. opted out, yeah, and he. But for him. He straight up said this Russian law gives him pause. If they just said that, I would be like, okay, fair. Cool. You know, like, yes. I, you don't want yourself or your family prosecuted in Russia. I get that. Like, because at the start of the season, you can't, yeah. Ivan Fedorov for Philadelphia got drugged and dragged to a... Pr- That's like, right. I get it. I get it for them. I totally get it. Sent to Siberia. Uh, and then Kirill Kapri- We will never see that guy again, unfortunately. Kaprizov. He had a hell yeah. of a time yeah. getting out of Russia. So Russia by, is a whole can so of worms right now. So by just saying, hey, with this law right I, now, I feel weird. I almost want to give a pass to a lot of the Russian players. Not Provorov, because he was like, I'm going to pretend like Christianity is the excuse here. But um, I'm going to give a lot of... I'm going to give a pass to a lot of the Russian players. But I will also say... Evgeny Malkin wore a pride jersey with no issue at all. Right. But, but maybe a, a lot of his family is in the United States. But he's so. a bigger star than Ilya Lubushkin. And so is Ovechkin. Ovechkin yes. has also worn a pride jersey. So let's no, let's so move on from this. Washington Caps actually don't do pride jerseys. Oh, really? They've never done a pride jersey. They've oh. done pride nights, but have never had a jersey. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Let's, let's move past this. You guys understand our standing yep. on this. But I just... Felt like it needed to be said again. And um, I will say it you, over and over again. You best believe I was going to bring up the fact yeah. that Eric had already wore a pride jersey in his career. Oh, he, so, there, there was no way I wasn't going to bring that up. so embarrassing for him as well. <laughs> the fact that he denied it too. I know. I know. I know. Um, let's move on. Brian Boyle has announced his official retirement from the NHL. Yep. He had a long career. I will not say illustrious, but he was a good defensive forward. He played on a yeah, lot of teams. Yeah, yeah. He had a good career. Yep. You know, uh, he's not going to make the Hall of Fame, but Brian Boyle long was a good career. player. A long 10-year-plus career. 15, probably. Yep. Good guy. Good career. So, hope he has a happy retirement. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Arizona's co-owner. Yes. I will put an asterisk. For co-owner, but let's talk about why. Well, he, he's why a, he, he got a, arrested. He is a partial owner in the Arizona Coyotes. What was? What is the asterisk? He is. He's not the main owner. Not anymore. He was a co-owner. He did share like ninety-five percent of his share, so he's like five percent. Okay, but he's still like a partial owner. He was. 
he was much bigger previously. So but like, not anymore. But not anymore. So to a lesser extent. Um, anyway, arrested uh, Andrew Barraway, <laughs> the uh, partial owner of the Arizona Coyotes, got arrested for felony strangulation charges. Yeah, that's bad. He's not going to be uh, an owner anymore. He's not going to be involved in the NHL. Go to jail. He's probably not going to be involved in the um, NHL anymore. Yeah, so I, I saw that and I was like, oh, oh, fuck. I saw that and then I looked into it more. It's like, oh, he's not like. He's not the main owner. He. He was years ago. Not anymore. But yes, that's. I forget the guy whose name, who I, I sold, forget the guy's he name. He sold for, his who, shares to Who is the guy. main owner yeah. for Arizona? But woof, woof. <laughs> but anyway, this. Um, Every time you think Arizona is doing a little bit better. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, this uh, this episode has gone on many tangents. Way too um, long. I'm not going to talk about goalies because I did forget the, uh, about news. You can go ahead and blame this on the 9.5% cream, cream team beer that we were drinking. Very good. Very easy to drink, blame I will it. say. Blame it on I'm the I'm really feeling it at this point. Uh, but uh, thank you guys for listening to this whole tangent of an episode. This slurring of a... This slurring a, at the end episode. of an episode. Uh, you can find us wherever podcasts are found. Please give us a rate, review, subscribe, wherever applicable. As far as I know, it is kind of yep. important. Uh, tell it, we're sorry. For I'm, not, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your family because we're talking pucks out here. Talking pucks. We'll see you next week at the same puck time. Same puck players. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.